Welcome to D-Comedy, our rewatch, review, whatever you want to call it podcast. This month, your D-commentators are me, Lucas. And me, Emma. And welcome to our final Halloween Town celebration. Really going out with a less than a bang. Yeah. Mm. More of a snap, crackle, or a pop. No, what, what's, what's the... What's that old saying? Like, the universe will end not with a whimper, but with... No, not with a bang, but with a whimper. It's the end with a whimper. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I'm whimpering. It's because my whimper. Because this is, this is the fourth Halloween... This movie is not canon. <laughs> That's what I have to say from the jump. We're going to talk about it for a long time, yeah. but when you should all walk away from this is knowing that none of this no, happened. I, it's not canon. You want to know something? First of all, I never thought I'd hear my sister say the words not canon, like a, like a Star the, Wars fan. The like, lore does not <laughs> include this movie. And what's even stranger is I 100% agree. This, this movie, movie is non-canon. Is like, literally, I hope when they make Halloween Town, not five, because this is non-canon, when they make the actual return to the Halloween. The we re- return. The real return to Halloween Town based on the script that I've been writing for the past 13 years. Why don't they get them? <laughs> Everyone is available except for... W. Reynolds, Penny Girls, Peace. But that would be an excellent plot to bring them all back to Homie Town as Grandma yes. Aggie's death. Or, or again, as I said last time, Daniel, da- Daniel you- Koontz is, is dating Kimberly J. Brown. He's still supposed to be alive after Halloween Town 2. You've what? got a villain. <laughs> like We don't need Lucas Graviel. I'm going to say that right now. Well, but but keep in mind, I have the utmost respect yes. for this actor. He is a fantastic man. His work in the High School Musical trilogy is bar none. Amazing. And in the last movie. And in the last movie. We don't need him no. in this movie, and I don't need him in this lore in no. any heavy. He's not the leading man of Halloween Town. No, and this movie posits that he is. <laughs> posits a lot of things, posits- including the fact that Marnie is a different fucking person. Yeah, okay. Let's hang on. Let's we, we've we already gotten into it because uh, let's face it, Emma and I are hot on this issue. Oh, we have we have a lot of opinions. I don't think I don't know if I've written more notes for movie, but I don't think they're all of them are notes. A lot of them are just questions. I need to get I'm someone on the like, phone about this because uh, I honestly I don't think there's been a decom we've watched before where I want like an in-depth documentary made about the making of this film just to explain how some of these choices were made. I think what happened is the writer of Halloween Town or someone like this, the writer's assistant, like someone who worked <laughs> under him, like took a bunch of weed edibles, went to bed and then had a fever dream that was like somewhat based on the lore of Halloween Town, but like you know how like dreams things happen that like wouldn't happen because like your mom can't fly? Like things like that. And then they had a dream and they woke up and they scribbled it down hastily <laughs> on a post-it at their bedside and then that was this movie. I and I you bring back what I was saying is when they make the official return to Halloween Town in the next movie, I hope that's exactly how it starts is Kimberly J. Brown wakes up from eating too many weed edibles and is like, man, I had the weirdest <laughs> dream. It was like me, but it wasn't me. And I was in college and, and none those- of it happened. In this university, okay, okay, this is where we need to start. Okay, wait, the, wait, wait. The movie opens with a map. Do you remember the, this? The movie opens with a map and a deep voice, which I think all of them have, or at least the first one did. The first know. one opened with the pumpkin and the deep voice. 
I don't know. But it opens with a map of Halloween Town, and we see a bunch of stuff we've never seen before. But admittedly, it is canon that Halloween Town is always changing and whatnot, so they can they don't have to use the same set every time. <laughs> but hang on, we still there, there's still some things that need to be said before we actually get into the movie. Number one, this is our fourth Halloween since we did this show, so we are covering the decom classic uh, Return to Halloween Town, the fourth film, the Halloween Town franchise. And the black sheep of the franchise, I would even say. Because they changed who the main they, character they, is. Yeah, they did, they did a lot. We don't have any news to talk about. Me and Emma are so just gassed about that. Let's do this. What were you saying about the map? So it opens with this map. And then you see, like, the pumpkin. And then you see the map of Halloween Town. Mm-hmm. And I, they hastily slap <laughs> a directly adjacent to Halloween Town, which we have now visited Thrice. Yeah. We they slap next on which university? Which, and it's a big castle. It's a fucking castle. It, yeah. It is first of all, guys, I know that everyone makes fun of me because I always compare things to Harry Potter. This is Hogwarts. It's they Hogwarts. rip off Harry and, Potter. And here's the thing. And here's what I'm saying about the most confusing choices. If you expect any amount of effort this movie would make, they had to come up with a magic school and they named it Witch University. University. They couldn't come I've up. I've had that note as well. Like, it's like, that was like, I would be like, that's like, oh, like a Witch University. We'll come up with the name later. Put that in the script as a play I, yeah, yeah, And I, they left it in. Yeah, no, or just someone was like, okay, so Marty's going to go to some like Witch University. <gasps> Jim, you beautiful bastard. We've got the, the name. name. Like of, a, of an ancient castle, oh, yeah. Witch and University. And that's what that I was going to say. That doesn't even no longer is witch only. Yeah, no, no, no. It's many magical mm-hmm, creatures. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was going to say, is that we, we've we established in Halloween Town too that Halloween Town is always changing so we don't have to use the same sets. But this cast has reportedly been here for a thousand years since the founding of Halloween Town. Oh, oh, a and thousand. And we've never seen And not just that, it is the Cromwell castle. Oh, yeah. It's mm-hmm. her family's. And this is the first time we're hearing about it, seeing mm-hmm. of it, smelling it, or seeing it on a map. Which, uh, I, we, we talked about this a little bit at the end of the last episode, that we actually kind of remember the plot of this movie being good. I don't think it is good in practice, but on paper, I don't hate the idea of Marnie, like, delving deep into, like, her family history. No, and I don't. Okay, okay. First of all, the idea of going to which college is... Good idea. A good idea. They do it in a terrible, lazy yep. way and make it just a Hogwarts ripoff, but it is a good idea in theory. That would be cool. Yeah. Halloween Town for college? Sick. Why isn't it just called Halloween Town University? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> Why isn't it Because just... that sounds like that would make sense. Yeah. Is, or even, cr- like, Cromwell University, named after the castle, like, her family's the donors, like, something. something anything. <laughs> Which university? university? Also, also they- there are warlocks. Why would it just be witches? I, okay. Mm, we can't. I cannot, if, if we, if we I get know. hung up on every question this movie raises, okay. we're going to okay. be here for three hours. Oh. So we get this prophecy delivered by this deep voice. But do we? What is he saying here? He, okay, it makes it's no like sense. I didn't write it down because they say it multiple times and I hate it by the end. And I also kind of don't like prophecy, prophecy narratives a lot of the time unless they're done right. And it's like, it shall come to pass that the end of the first millennium, um, a Cromwell of great power shall receive the gift and peace shall be restored. I don't know who wrote this prophecy. I, they reference it throughout three fourths of the movie legitimately constantly and they still, it takes them so long to explain what it actually is mm-hmm. like what the and they're trying to do a reveal but it's just infuriating because you don't know the stakes through yeah. the entire you movie. also don't need the prophecy for really anything for any of this because otherwise it all just like they, it just sets it on a timeline that's all it does yeah but they have like seven other things that set up on a timeline which we'll get into in a second oh uh, yeah that's the other part of it. it's like at the end of the millennia on the midnight of halloween which this is freaking i look 
I'm kind of okay with this because it's been in like literally every, every, every other Halloween Town movie. Why is it always midnight on Halloween? That's when Halloween ends. ends. Like, it's not special. I don't know what you're no, going I for. Don't know. Anyway, okay, so we're doing credits and we zoom in on a girl in sitting her on her bed. bed. And this girl is a stranger to us because <laughs> she's Sarah Paxton of Aquamarine fame and. God only knows what else after that. Um, she's replaced Kimberly J. Brown mm-hmm. as the lead character. And you would think, you know, she's taking over an iconic DCOM mm-hmm. role. You'd think she's like, you know what? I'm going to go into this. I'm going to give it my all. I'm going to do best. She's phoning it in, I feel oh, like. Oh, she, she does not want to be there. It, like, her acting is like, I don't, is she good in Aquamarine? Marine? I don't remember. Yes, she is good in yeah, Aquamarine. And I'm sure she's a fine actress and a fine person. But in, her performance in this is just so just bland and I do and want to say that her lines are awful. Yes, oh, it's it's absolutely. I, her lines are <laughs> trash. But mm-hmm. also, Kimberly J. Brown was so good and animated. Yes. This girl she shows to be no emotion. Zand out of her mind. Mm-hmm. She's just like, oh, yeah. For sure. The only yeah. emotion she kind of shows is somewhat indignant, where she's just like, what? I can't use magic? What? Yeah, but <laughs> she's just, but like Kimberly J. Brown is just was so over the top, like, yes. mom, oh my God, Halloween She was cool. happy to be here all the happy time. Happy to be here. And I just want to clarify anything so we don't get any questions, comments, or complaints. I did do research on this. On Kimberly J. Brown's YouTube, she, there was a rumor circulating in the sphere for a long time that- For the, years, in the DCOM community, the D community. Shut the fuck up. The reason that she was- was recast and Sarah Paxton replaced her in this movie is that there were scheduling conflicts. I always thought that to be somewhat suspect because what the fuck else has Kimberly J. Brown done besides Quince? So I was like, that seems sus. Or maybe, whatever. Maybe she was just down to be a normal person. She didn't want to return to acting. Whatever. I did research and on her YouTube page, Kimberly J. Brown does reveal that she was fully available. Yeah, she, she was, was available. not asked back. They did not call her. They actively did not ask her back. For, I, like, what possible reason? Do, do you, you not know what reason, Luke? Is that what having a penis does to you? You don't know the reason? <laughs> I, I genuinely can't think of a reason. I don't care if I get hate for this. I know why they, I think I know why they did it. Oh, this is a pro- I think I get what you're going to say. Sarah Paxton is incredibly thin. Oh. Incredibly thin. That's not thin. all what I thought you were going to say. Oh, what, was it worse? Yeah, no, no, I thought, no, I thought you were going to say, like, they thought Sarah Paxton was prettier or something. Yes, no, I like think they, 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 like, they thought Camilla J. Brown had an age well, which is, if you look, go on her Twitter. Great. She looks great. She's adorable. Yeah. But Marnie was. I met her in person. She's Marnie, lovely. Marnie. But Kimberly J. Brown's money was like an every girl, and Sarah Paxton is like a girlier. Sarah Paxton is like an Instagram model. Like she is, she is on. Like she played the beautiful mermaid in Aquamarine. Like she's supposed to be. She's otherworldly. She was the mermaid in Aquamarine. Oh, I thought she was one of the kids. No, that's Emma Roberts and JoJo. Yeah, she is good in that. She is good in that. But she's really fun. Funny. Yeah. But she is. Tess Tyler Camp Rock thin in this movie, like Mm. real, real, real thin. So I don't know what their reasoning was. Maybe they thought Sarah Paxton was like on the up after that's like, what maybe I'm saying, they thought yeah. they, it was a bigger name to attach to it, which that's the only other reason I could think of. My, bigger my name, thought was, more conventionally attractive, which if so, fuck you. Yes, absolutely. My thought was maybe it was like a contract thing. Like she had been contracted like for a certain number of movies and they would have had to pay her more to do a fourth one. They were not paying anyone <laughs> anything besides Debbie Reynolds. And yeah, let me tell you, yeah. she does not want to be here. No, I, she again, does not show. We, we get that in the first, because this is what I was saying. We're doing credits and it lists all and we're like, okay, I know that name. That's Kimberly J. Not Kimberly J. Brown, of course. That's uh, Sarah Paxton. Ju- Sarah, that's Sarah Paxton. Judith Hoag, the mom. J. Paul Zimmerman, the brother. The fact and then, they brought the brother back. Oh, he is always down. Uh, yeah, and but they yeah. Didn't the fact they bring back Marnie. 
I, it's, what? It's unfathomable. You guys. It's insanity. But And then it says, and a special appearance by Debbie Reynolds. And I was like, ah, you effed up. Debbie Reynolds saw the script and said, thank you fucking next. Yes. No. But, me, but her contract was she was contract. She had to at least appear in the film. I think they spliced old footage of her together, honestly. <laughs> like, I... She, <laughs> The, she did not want to be there for a second. And I absolutely understand it. Because she was like, is Kim not being in this? What are you doing what with your life? What is this witch university? She's a witch she university. Went, she university. was like, what? Yeah. She's like, look, guys, I was singing in the goddamn rain. Give me a little credit here, people. <laughs> if, if, if it is, I'm sorry, guys, last point. Go. But if it is because she was a bigger star, glad we bet on this horse. What the fuck is Sarah Paxson doing now? <laughs> like, I literally, like, come on. It's not like she turned into Jennifer Lawrence. What are yeah. they doing? Uh, uh, but uh, so uh, this Marnie homunculus that we have to endure for this film. Uh, the Sarah mom Pax- is still great. Oh, and giving her best. She is a more dynamic actor than Sarah Paxton. Oh, absolutely. And, is- and I, I, we're going to get into some stuff with the mom later that I have some questions about. But um, Marnie's sitting on her cou- her bed, uh, going through a closet, emptying stuff out. And the mom's like, what are you doing? And she's like, using magic to clean my closet. Of course, you know. Getting all ready that for stuff. college. Getting ready for college, yes. And um, <laughs> literally, <laughs> I'm just laughing thinking about how terrible all these scenes it's, are. It's painful. Can, I, I, I hope the mic picked up the noise Emma was making that. It's, the, every, every scene is straight up painful. So she walks downstairs with the box of clothes she wants to give away, and her mom is talking to a soup pot. And this is to get this is to brush Debbie Reynolds and Sophie out of the narrative. Yeah, they did not have Sophie back either. They did not have Sophie back either, which honestly, that one I get because she was barely in the last movie and anyway. And like, what did we need her for? Yeah. Nothing. If they weren't going to But we needed her, the main character. If, yeah, if you weren't, yeah. <laughs> um, so they explain that Sophie is being trained by Aggie, which makes sense. That, that was a, a good explanation. That's that a good way. But what's weird is, is I thought that was, she was going to say, oh, she's in Halloween Town being trained by Aggie. She's in like another third dimension that we haven't been told about. And then later on, Aggie says she's, like, hanging out with aliens or something. I, it's uh, Debbie Reynolds is like, I want to be so far away from this movie. Remove me from the earthly <laughs> get plane. Get me out of this get galaxy. Get me out of this galaxy. Like, all you had to say was, like, oh, she's busy with her training. You won't see her in this movie, kids. No, That's... no. Debbie Reynolds is like, I don't even want people to think that I could yeah. show up. But and but also, and uh, again, baffling decision. And she's all communication, pretty much is done through liquids of some kind with the mom. But then they do still have the witch's glasses from Why the last movie. Why don't they use those? The mom uses she, them sometimes. You understand, and this is jumping ahead slightly, um, but it's not really that important to plot, so I'll do it. You understand that there is a whole part of the script and movie that is shot in the finished movie where she makes a big deal of getting her that witch's glass bracelet. And then <laughs> doesn't use a witch's Marnie glass. Marnie sits on her bed, throws the witch's... We see the shot of where the bracelet... Mm-hmm. skitters on the yeah. ground we see where it lands and i'm like that's gonna be important later nope. she never fucking touches it again no we'll never no. see it again that's not true luke but, when well, well aggie shows up in her dorm room picks up puts her back on her wrist being like trust your mom be chill and then at the end she opens it so everyone can hear the conversation that she's having with the bad people oh you're right fuck yep. me but <laughs> still why does she never call her mom on it why is it happening in a laundry room that's what uh, i'm saying like, like just have gwen have a witch's glass. that's that's something we can get into now by the way this movie has the weirdest relationship to Halloween Town High. It like doesn't want to acknowledge certain things happen, but then absolutely 100% relies on those things having happened to work. The Witch's Glass being one of them, Ethan being a character gets no explanation to no one who hasn't seen this movie before. Oh, they don't tell you really what happened. He just talks about his dad and how his dad was evil. He's like, remember when my dad tried to steal your magic? LOL, he's in jail now. Hi! Yeah, yeah, exactly. What? (laughs) Like, what? Like, you can't just 
that. Like, it was crazy. And then, like, it just... Also, did, am I on literally mind-altering drugs? Or did they have any romantic chemistry in the, the Halloween time? No. no, because she... That wasn't the, even set she, up, she was had the, She had the mortal boyfriend yeah, played by was, the psychopath from uh, American Horror yeah, Story. Yeah, there, there was none of that. In no. The, okay, no. great. It, it, they just... They, uh, they weren't bringing that actor back, for sure. But so, uh, they're talking into the soup pot because uh, the mom wants to talk to Sophie, but she can't get on the phone because her transdimensional telecommunications we'll, terrible, we'll whatever. Waste time on this. Um, but Aggie congratulates Marnie before the connection cuts out. On which university? And, I'm getting in. And she and it's revealed that she got into which university, and I my mind exploded because I literally was like, oh, it's going to be one of these movies, huh? And the mom is like, no, 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 you cannot go to which university. You were going to go to community college here and then go to real college. And she's like, that's what everyone does. I want to go someplace to learn about my magic. I don't want to have to go somewhere where I have to hide my magic. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. Hide your magic. And this is what I'm saying in terrible relation to the third movie. At the end of the third movie, everyone found out magic was real. Oh, yeah. And they referenced that having happened in this movie. Oh, yeah. They say the portal is open. Magic stuff's magic's going back and everywhere. forth. Magic's yeah, everywhere. Magic. And she's like, oh, I still have to hide my magic. And I was like, what are you talking about? In the last movie, posited a world in which yeah. goblins were walking amongst humans in Omaha, Nebraska. Like, yeah, and, it, then, and then so, for, so a normal human-looking girl being like, hang on, I'm just going to grab this with magic would not blow anyone's mind. But... Also, what the fuck is the timeline here? Where the mom's like, no, we talked about this. Like, you're going to go to state. And they don't seem to have a plan there. She's not enrolled anywhere. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, all right, bye. Got to leave for college. I'm like, what the (laughs) fuck did you think was... Yeah, she just... Yeah, I... She immediately leaves. She does. For which university? When does you start? I assume... September. And, and and then like the mom at first is like we were gonna go to community college but then she's like but I don't want you to go to college Halloween Town because there's bad wizards and no, stuff no that and is the best line in this whole movie she goes Marnie not all magic is good I go no shit Sherlock there was three movies about that (laughs) we watched three movies about people being bad that had magic yeah and and I was actually really hoping that if you remember in the other three movies literally every time someone's been bad they've like glossed over like the whole like oh you're using dark magic now Calabar Dalloway and Calabar again Calabar said they like reference it but never really explain what that means or what that is so I was like oh finally we're going to a university where you learn things are we finally gonna learn no. some like defense against the dark arts You're like what bad magic is nope not there's just a Shakespeare class at this university. there is a Shakespeare <laughs> class why is there a Shakespeare class that was I a normal no guy idea. also 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 this is where their line is um they do the Spider-Man joke where Gwen says, not, oh, that with like power comes responsibility, Marnie. And she's like, that's from Spider-Man. Is it just me or have 72 movies made that joke? <laughs> I, every movie in the world has made that we Spider-Man get that, joke. We get a Star Wars joke later. And then I think there's, there's another weird pop culture But they're reference. all like literally terrible. generic brand jokes that are yeah, in every movie. They're terrible. Um, and then also we find out that she got a full scholarship because she's a Cromwell, and they're like, hell yeah, we want a Cromwell at the school. That's uh, this like a legacy. This whole movie, by the way, is about class privilege. <laughs> it is. It totally is. But not enough, honestly. We I should be to, going deeper. I, I wanted them to go more into it. We'll get into it when we get to the school. But I really wanted more class privilege. Uh, why class privilege is bad. Also, stuff. this mom's argument is so fucking weak. It is. She's like, oh, oh community college versus essentially Hogwarts? <laughs> I don't know, mom. Which one am I going to pick? Yeah, I have, really you, have you met your daughter? Like, I'm like, do you want to go to awesome magic school? Or, <laughs> or community? Community College. <laughs> what? <laughs> and it's not even like in, in two where she'd have to go for a full year, which like, would be like if a, it like, was if it was 
was Harvard, I'd be like, okay, this might be a toss-up. But, like, it's, oh, you want to go to basically Castle Do you want to continue to live here and then commute to school every day? So So, funny. Okay. Um, but then she's like, I got a full scholarship. You don't have to pay for it. Screw you. By leaving. And, well, and then, yeah, we cut immediately to her. She's got all her bags packed. She's walking out of the front. And so Dylan's helping her. Why is he coming with her? We, uh, well, at this, this point, at this point, it's because she th- he's helping her move in. And I but remember then, at the, this point that he goes, to, he the goes school, to the school. And I and go, they are not the same and, age. And they do a terrible job of hiding it because he's got a backpack on. He's he got a bag that's his own and I was like, And then I was like, wait. And I was like, oh, yes, Dylan, of course, is also going. But I was like, but really, it's. I was like, I forget. <laughs> this is the literal thought I had, Emma. And this is the hubris of me expecting this movie to be good. Is I thought, oh, right, Dylan also goes to school. I've seen this movie before. I remember that. I don't remember how, why they explain why he does this. Because it's the most out of character thing. No explanation. They don't explain it. And they do not explain how they are in the first scene class. With oh, yes, they do. Until 50 minutes yes. into the movie. Yes, they, it's He's a long time. There for, they are there for weeks yeah. before they say I something. actually misremembered it. I thought he was older than Marnie and he was already going there for what, again, how no, he skipped the grade. He's the and younger that is a sibling. throwaway line in over halfway through the movie. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that he, he used magic to cheat and skip a grade. He literally was like, I'm going here now. And then I was like, why would you not that, say that? And, and, you skipped a grade and, then. Say it how, then. And how did Marnie not notice he had all of his stuff with him? <laughs> like, it's wild. But, um, Marnie is also, of course, wearing a scarf in the scene because we got to keep that She's scarf. She's wearing tradition. a skinny scarf basically this entire movie. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So then they, they're stepping outside and like Marnie makes the portal in Halloween Town or whatever. It looks like freaking garbage again. Like they didn't even do the cool thing where the doors show up. They and, spent like, a lot of money on the end of this movie. <laughs> not so much on other parts. And by a lot, I mean the money that they had. And I had a, I had a, another psychotic break at this moment because Emma, this is the last Halloween Town movie, and you know what? This would have been the perfect opportunity for to bring back the a goddamn school bus. School bus. A school like bus. Like the school bus. Like you could have, you could have even fit it into Halloween Town. You wouldn't have had to have it pick it up for the Mortal World. You, the school bus. They're is going only, to school. On they're Halloween going time. to a school, and the school bus needs a job now that the portal's open. Let it be the bus to which university. No. And they said, "Screw you! We're not paying for the goddamn." Bus. They were doing a hole, and you're, they're just gonna walk right through it. And then, but yet they still then have to get a cab. Yeah. Oh yes. But hey, I love the cab though. But anyway, but uh, Aggie, not Aggie. Freaking, what's the mom's name? Gwen comes out and is like, "Hey, guess what? As always, I end up supporting you. Uh, here's a witch's glass, so you can call home. You won't but, do that. Yeah, but it's like a wrist thing, which is it's like a bracelet. It's a bracelet. But uh, as we saw, they were uh, like palm size. They were like cell phones. Are you so expecting like, this movie to? I sorry. To sorry. There's also happen. one that's a laptop later. That what? blew my <laughs> goddamn. That blew my goddamn mind. But so. Um, she gives that call home. I support you. Great. She's like, okay, bye. And then also we get we get a Harry Potter joke immediately because she's like, I wonder how they're gonna send transport for me. Are they gonna take me on a boat across a lake? Or like headless horses. Yeah, or and... something. And then they show up in Halloween Town Square, which I want to give the movie credit here. Very small amount of credit. This looks enough like Halloween Town from the first movie. But it, we see it for five seconds. Yeah, we That's don't the see only it enough. Time we're ever... But then we see it here and then in like a scene later. But like as opposed to Halloween Town Two, where we saw it looked. Nothing like Halloween Town did. I, I want to give them a little bit of credit. They got the pumpkin back. It's all good. Um, and then she's like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen. And they step through the portal and they see Benny in his cab waiting. And he's like, or they're just going to send Benny. And I'm sorry. I love Benny so much. I do, he's, but like, he's my this favorite. Is so, if you were just, I know, and I wanted to see him and I'm glad that we saw him. Mm-hmm. But if you can just open a portal and wasn't like, in the last show one. up anywhere, yeah. why wouldn't you just open that portal to the front steps of which university? That's an excellent <laughs> point, actually. I didn't think about it. 
I thought I, about it quite yeah, a bit. I have that notes about some other stuff later, like, but I, I never thought about it in terms of the Halloween Town portal. Uh, but yes, Benny is here. Do we here. see Silas Sinister here? Oh no, I, I, they, we get... I don't think we see him yet. But I, I, I cannot. Or let's talk. We'll get we'll get to the sisters first. I have a note about him. I don't know. No, when maybe you what's see your him. note? Just that it, at a certain point, once like as they're arriving, this is like before. Oh yeah, maybe when they like cut in, we do a things like, oh, she's arrived. Yes, or something yes. Like you, that. They cut into him. Yeah. You don't realize at this point who. His, that his, those are his daughters. Like, yeah, we haven't, met, we haven't met them yet, but they cut into him. He, yeah. And there is an absolutely, I wish, just watch this movie. The, Don't watch this movie. horrendous painting of him mm-hmm. directly behind <laughs> him. Do you remember this? Mm-hmm. It looks like that thing when, like, remember they, that woman who repainted over Jesus? Like, it's like <laughs> a blob for a head, and it's right. the worst painting I've ever seen in my life. And the fact that it's of him and it's directly behind him made me laugh out loud. And that's the only time I genuinely uh, laughed. I, Silas, uh, first of all, yes, his legal name is also Silas Sinister. Sinister. And I, was I like, wonder who's and, and, bad. Well, no, here's the thing, right, is I have this note, is they say earlier that the headmistress of the university is Goodwin. And so what I was actually expecting, which would have been a funny joke, was that Silas Sinister was actually not a bad guy and then Goodwin was the villain the whole time because it's good and sinister. That would have been smart. And But no, it's just no. There's nothing there. It's literally they just named their bad guy Silas Sinister. It's terrible. But also he has... One of our favorite tropes, evil decom facial hair. Yes. Because he's got this black mustache. It's inexplainable. It's amazing, but not. Uh, But so Benny drives him to Witch University telling his terrible bone jokes. And it makes me happy, but I was really hoping they were going to be like, they would know the answers to his jokes because he's been telling the same jokes. Or they would be college themed. Or just anything. Well, no, of course they have to be skeleton themed, Emma. Well, no, skeleton and college. Sure, something. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Emma, write me a skeleton college joke. And I will let you have that. But that's a lot to ask. Anyway, so... um, (laughs) I'm trying to think. Yeah, have fun with that. But so they get into the university. And again, props to this movie. They do a good thing, which is in the last movie, they had like effort put into the costuming where like... People did had like you know pink skin or like feline features and stuff like that. As opposed to Halloween Town One, they went back to the original of slapping no, fairy yeah, wings yeah. on people. Or they did both. They have some that are just like okay, wear like a polo and some jeans, but then put on this goblin mask yeah. and you're you're a Halloween Town <laughs> creature. But then they also have like people with beaks and like elf ears they and stuff. Returns to one of my favorite tropes from the first one, where in one of her classes they have the person who just has a pumpkin for a head. What is yes. that? Yes, that is that is a canonical. Halloween Town race is the pumpkin person because one was on the council yeah, in the last movie. It's like a canonical. Where is the pin cushion lady? Where is that race of people? She is the, she is the biggest enigma from Halloween Town one. Where are the rest of the pin cushion people? I I love pumpkin people. It's, it's great. It's so inexplainable. It is. Um, but but they double. They do it in every movie. They really do, and it's awesome. <laughs> So um, she's like walking around checking out the school and she uses magic to float the bags when Dylan's complaining about having to carry them. And all of a sudden you see a guy holding a newspaper and he snaps his fingers and they fall to the ground. And uh, he's like, no magic on campus. Well, no, he says it in Latin. And then three uh, Asian girls walk up and are like very as, obviously the mean girls yes. you like you know how you, and you sisters. portray that's that why they're I, triplets that's why I made to mention they're, they're all Asian triplets. because they're sisters they're triplets but two of them are identical twins and one of them isn't did yes, you notice I did that? notice that <laughs> the, two, the two are identical the, the two unimportant ones yeah the, but the main one Scarlet is yes, not they are, they, 
And yeah, let's just say that now. Their names are Scarlet Sinister, Sage, Sage, and Sage, Sapphire. Sage and Sapphire Sinister. So they sound like fucking Pokemon. <laughs> I, literally, um, but they are, you know, dressed in like regalia that would denote in 2003 that they are uh, mean girls. Mean girls, you yes. know, lip gloss and but so she's, shrugs, she, sequin shrugs. So she says in Latin, like what he said, which means no magic. And then Dylan's like, oh, she speaks Latin. That's the only reason he and likes let's, her. Yeah, and let's get into, we have this coming back from Halloween Town too. that Dylan is so desperate for a woman to love him that he just, he's just a miserable human being. I hate, I hate him. And also, you know who isn't phoning it in and actually was overdoing it to the point that I was actually like worried that he thought he was in a different movie? That Crane character. I was like, does he think the Academy is getting this? Oh, uh, wait. He is doing something. Okay, you mean Grog. Grog. His name is Ichabod Grog. <laughs> he is not Crane. <laughs> not Ichabod Crane. You yeah, know what I meant. He's the mean teacher that and doesn't he, like her. Everyone else, no one else is really thrilled with being there. And he seems to think that this is going to be sent directly to the Academy of Motion Pictures <laughs> and Science. But I appreciate that. I mean, go for it. I mean, it's, honestly, it's, it's, there's a little but over the top, but it also, works. It is really over the top. Yeah. But also, my whole thing with him, his character isn't even necessary. <laughs> Why does he even exist? Yeah, because... The headmistress and him do the exact same thing. Yeah, I thought there was going to be a turn at one point. He was going to turn out to be a nice guy yes, or something. he would be like the Snape. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, where he's something. like, I, no... No, 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 he's just another mean person. And, but so, yeah, and there's like a handbook Marty didn't read about there's no magic on school grounds and she's pissed off about this. And I was too for a while because it's a literal magic school. Why would you ban magic at the magic school? But they give a decent explanation. It's about class privilege. It's about class privilege. But also like they say they don't want kids to use magic to cheat. But like, I find like people just like having the bags carry themselves is fine. Like, I don't understand why they need to ban all magic. Wow, Luke. And then also later we see that there is a spell to detect. Remember of the bourgeoisie <laughs> over here. But later we see there is a spell to detect if something has had magic put on it. And I was like, just use that for everything. <laughs> like, just if you're worried something. I wrote... also just like that the teachers don't adhere to the rule of fucking Oh, all. God, no, nobody. None really, of them. Really, nobody None does. There's not even like an anti-magic field around the class. No. It's like if you if no one's looking, you can you just, just do, do whatever it. Whatever like, you it's want. Fine. But so uh, Dylan... And Dylan says he's like helping her with her bags or whatever. And uh, no, this is where he reveals that he's a student. And then, and like, she's like, okay, bye, Dylan. And he's like, actually, I'm staying. And she, she's like, no, you're not. And why would they not put the skip a grade line here? Mm-hmm, why yeah. wouldn't they put or, that but, here? Because it doesn't make sense even with the skip a grade line. Because how did he get accepted so fast? Because he says the only reason he's staying is because uh, Gwen was not okay with it unless Dylan stayed, which is crazy because again, he's the younger sibling. I, there's Insane. also a line here. And the, again, there could not be worse jokes in this movie. The jokes in this movie are, like, Marty's dialogue is all so bad. Mm -hmm. She used to be so sassy and quippy, and they tried to do that, but Sarah Paxson doesn't deliver the lines well, Mm -hmm. and the lines are bad. Mm -hmm. So there's literally a comeback in this scene where she's like, looks like you should get some more fiber in your diet. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah, it's You want them to shit more? (laughs) It's something to to do with, it's about Ichabod Grog or something. He needs some more fiber in his diet. And I was like, does, is yeah, that a euphemism for he has like a wad of I, shit I, I think, stuck up his ass? Because <laughs> he's old and so That's think, making him uptight? I think so, but yes. that's horrific. Why would that be a Disney Channel <laughs> joke? I don't know. That's like you have a rod up your ass, but instead of that, it's a big that, wad yeah, yeah, that, that, That's a weird one. That's up there with that one from Minutemen, whereas like he basically called that girl a whore. Yeah, he did call that girl yeah. a whore. Um, anyway, but so she goes to her dorm room, and it's of course fully furnished fully and, be- sick, and beautiful because of course 
And uh, and then Debbie Reynolds makes her special appearance, not counting the soup, I guess, which is for all of like a minute. And she's just Dumbledore now. She's just like not revealing secrets. It's No, I'm dead serious. She's straight yeah. up just like Dumbledore where she's like, there's so much I should have told you, but I can't. The prophecy. Goodbye. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, well, there we go. She's gone. I wonder if she's going to show up in this movie anymore. No. No. Like once things are revealed, no. No, I knew she was out. I mm. felt that in her performance. I, I genuinely do think um, we meet a character later called Professor Periwinkle, who they even say is like a dead ringer for Aggie. I genuinely think they, they just cast that woman to be. I, they wrote they wrote Debbie Reynolds a bigger part in this movie. She either had scheduling conflicts or said no because it's a terrible movie. So they were like, well, we got to come up with a character to they give were her definitely gonna to have give her, her do more. What they didn't have we got to have her teach or something. Yeah, just have her be in the plot more. Yeah, but they had to. Write her out of it. Um, so she uh, talks to her grandma. They don't really say anything of consequence because, like I said, she doesn't tell her anything. And then she gets a letter to go see her residence advisor. I love this character, and this is the coolest magical creature addition. You, that is creature. because you love genies. I do. Who doesn't love the genie? But here's the thing. One, this girl's acting is terrible. Oh, no, I don't think her acting is bad. I think she truly disdains being there. That too. And seems <laughs> to visibly hate Sarah Paxton. There are scenes There is no chemistry oh, between us. It too. is like, they're like, my best friend, Anissa. I'm like, that girl hates you. Yeah, and you've they're... been in like, at that point, they've been in like three scenes together. But also, what's crazy. And also, there's scenes where Barney's talking, and Anissa is staring in the other direction, like looking at craft services. Like, she's not even paying attention to her. Yeah, and I think she actually has gone on to do some other shows. I think she was in like the librarians or wizards or magicians. Or I like this girl. I like her. Fine, yeah, but she, she doesn't give a shit about yeah, this no. movie. And but the old, but like what's weird is I remembered her being Marty's roommate, not her resident advisor. And that's probably why they're not friends because like what fucking RA cares what their residents doing this much? Like right, get away from me. That's what I'm saying. They should be, and they they're in all the same classes. It's not like she's an older student or anything. Like so, I thought if I remember the way I remember this movie was she was a roommate, and that's why Marnie has such a big room because she's a genie. Like, her, her, her room is the lamp. So well, she, I mean, she does. Her room is the lamp. It right, does. so I'm saying, so she'll be like, well, I have, to, I have to share this room with my roommate. Oh, wait, I guess. Where is my roommate? Where is my, she's in the lamp. So Great all, job. So all, yeah, all of the room is Marnie's pretty much. That's what I remember being. It's like, no, I'm your resident That's assistant. A, you wrote that better than they yeah. wrote it. And then they set up that she can be a roommate at the end because I think they might have thought this movie was getting a sequel, which God, it doesn't earn it. Um, <laughs> God grant me the confidence to think but that yeah, like, so this, these writers thought they were getting a sequel. But yeah, so this conversation between the two of them inside the genie's lamp so is- no, she goes, you missed it and explained the gag. She goes to go see her RA. She knocks on the door, opens the door. The room is like empty. There's, It's like a white walled room yeah. with nothing in it. And there's a tiny little lamp on the floor. And then the, she, the, her RA is a genie and she lives in the lamp. Yeah. And she comes into the lamp and it literally is like, when we see the lamp this and I dream expensive. of genie. This looked expensive. Yeah, but it the look- smoke to take her down and Right, but I'm saying the set looks like the I dream of genie yeah, lamp. Yeah, that's why I liked it. it. <laughs> I know because you love I, I dream of genie. And, uh, like they, this conversation between them is just literally both of them sounding so disinterested with everything. Oh, they're talking the, about. all of their conversations—they do not like each other. No. Okay. But, also, but she, oh. this is where Anissa explains. Yes. We get started. We get to start. We get the ball rolling mm-hmm. on the class conflict that will permeate the rest of this movie, but not even enough in a big, big enough way um, for it to make any sort of impact. But Anissa says that she is a genie, and she's the first. Um, she's like a first-generation college student. That's, right. So this is the analogy they're making because Marnie's big question. 
question for her RA is like, why can't I use my fucking magic? I'm well, that's not this scene. Fingers and makes things fly. That's not this scene. That this is. She just asked them what's up with the Sinister Sisters, and they say, oh, they're the daughter of Silas Sinister, who's a very powerful industrial thing. And I was like, excuse me. Why you. is he at the school then? He's not a wait. Who? What? Silas. Oh, I have no. He's always at the school. I thought he was going to be like the chancellor. Or yeah, something. but also, what kind of industry does Halloween Town need? They have freaking magic. Why do they need a company to like yeah, make provide making? jobs and services? Wi-Fi. I don't know. I, honestly, I would like that if he like made like the te- all the technology you see in Halloween Town or something. That would make sense. But like, you don't know. We don't it's... see technology in Halloween. Oh, I guess there's a computer. Which there's, is I less. don't know, dog. But then here's what the is thing. Halloween Town's main export? Please let us know in the comments. Uh, magic. Below. But but here's the thing. So that's all they say. And then we meet one of our best friends from every Disney Channel original movie that's bad. The editing. This movie is edited horribly. Horribly. Because they're having this conversation. It cuts. It cuts to to like, oh, those Sinister Sisters, they rule the school. And I was like, this is a college. You cannot (laughs) rule a college. One. Two. And then it cuts to them go at lunch being like. Yes, and then they finish the conversation. They they continue the conversation. And like, because Ethan comes and sits. They also ran into Ethan earlier, Lucas Grabeel. Oh, I have some thoughts about Lucas Grievous. Well, they only, they only like see him for a second. This is where he actually shows up and asks him to come say G- with them. Wait, wait, really quick. I, for, I said a few notes. Forgot I love the Genie RA. Lucas Grabeel, when they run into him. I like the idea of the Genie RA. They didn't do enough of it. Yeah, no, I mean, but I'm saying I like the idea. I'm not saying yeah. they did a good job with anything, but it's a cool thing. And that she's a first generation college student. I sure. liked that. Sure. Um, so Lucas Grabeel, throughout this movie, is dressed by someone who hates him. <laughs> I hear that same. Later on, he's wearing a suit jacket that's like two sizes it's too big. It's made out of leather. It's- Why? It's like, you don't, and I, I just don't understand because he doesn't need to be dressed spooky. <laughs> you know, Marnie is dressed completely yeah, and most normal. people aren't dressed spooky. Uh, but he, the but genie he, RA is in a juicy sweatsuit. That's normal and, 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 for his but, time. But someone keeps giving him a like. spider belt. <laughs> Like, or a pumpkin or like a multiple or spooky he's belt buckle. Dressed like a like weird like a weird you know what he's dressed like? Like your teacher in grade school who when it was Halloween would like try to like incorporate some playful or Halloween. Or like a touches. ghost tie. Yeah, or and something. a spider belt buckle because he's goofy, he's your chem teacher. <laughs> like that's how Lucas Graveville is dressed. Uh yeah, it's but so and, and that's also something to note, is like when we've seen Halloween Town before. Everybody wore like cloaks and weird stuff, like you know, fantasy. People in this, are in khaki. They're in normal clothes now, and which may there's uh, just a pumpkin-headed person walking around in Abercrombie khaki. It's, uh, it's very Abercrombie. But so yeah, so they're sitting down and eating, and this is where we get the exposition. The reason magic is banned is because when Marnie opened the portal at the end of Halloween Town Two and kept it open at this the end of Halloween Town Three, little I have to give this movie a few compliments. And yes. one spot I could say this is a good, like you're saying, it hinges on the, the events of the last movie. That they do not. They gloss over some and then other things hinge on it completely. But this was a good callback to the last movie. Like, what are the repercussions of yes. that? And then also this the way they set it up where it's like, oh, like, why can't we use magic? They're like, because of you. What? Interesting. Tell me more. That was a pe- yes. bit, bit of good, you and, know. And so what, what it is is now that the portal's open for whoever wants it open all the time, a, a lot of kids from Halloween Town have gone to college in the human world to get away from their parents. Like Good explanation. Good explanation. But so that means... You uh, want to go far away. That means the uh, attendance at Witch U has been down... So they needed to open up to all Halloween How creatures. How many witches are there in Halloween Town? There has, yeah, they that's posited the, that it to the, be about four in the first movie. Yeah, there's a lot. There, that's the thing. is there's a, In the first one, it's seen as like if you're a witch, 
there's you have to be part of like this famous family yes. and all this stuff. There's but now like it's four just four families and like now Yeah, but now it's just like, oh yeah, there's a ton we've just never we've seen. We've been filling a university for yeah. decades. Yes, with, with just witches and warlocks. They were the no mo- other monster creatures. kids are not allowed. And that's what I'm saying is like that's like the building block of this movie is that like witches and warlocks think they're better than the Halloween town creatures. And that's a good conflict because we've, yes. never, we've never seen that before it's like it's like no like a problem within halloween town where it's like race superiority or class superiority That's there was not, some little infighting in halloween town high but then it was like just i feel like i don't th- i don't think there was much of it i think that's a good conflict to be like people being like oh because we're magic we're superior i like i that. know I, I agree i agree with you completely um but so since they let in all these monster ki- kids um, they had to ban magic because that would be unfair because you could just use magic uh, to, to, do like, faster, to do all your schoolwork. Write an essay. Yes, and all that stuff. So they can't do that. But as we mentioned, they have set up the worst possible system for determining that. What uh, is the system? Just if you just see if, it with if, your eyes? Yes. So like later on we Like see, at least do better. Like Hogwarts had like the anti-cheat quills and like the bewitched paper yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. Like why couldn't you just do a few for throwaway lines? Like it's so Something. stupid. Because we see later like one of the Sinister Sisters uses uh, magic on her pen to make her write an essay super fast. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. But like, what if you have homework and you're just sitting alone in your dorm room and you're just like, well, no one, there's no way a faculty member's watching me right now. Boop, I do the same exact thing. Like, why not just do that? But also like, and, and yeah, stuff like that where it's like, it's speeding up, I guess makes sense. But like, I don't think you can use magic to know what you don't I know. Gu- I guess, well, the rules of magic in the Halloween Town cinematic universe are not well-defined. No, they never, Harry they Potter never have Potter does an been. excellent job of saying like, you can't bring people back from the dead. You like you know like the, the rules of Harry Potter's magic are they are pretty finite and you know exactly what you can and can't do like Ron and Harry can't make themselves know things Hermione like you know what I'm saying like, yeah and it's also just that, well because they, they have like set spells and stuff there aren't really set spells there's not set spells here and all silent time, magic you don't know what you, you just can make and hand motions do. and or humming humming yeah or whatever. yeah there's you have no idea what they can and can't do but I guess the the point that I just thought of is kind of like I guess it's kind of realistic in a way like. The fact that, like, there's a rule, but, like, nobody follows it, and it's it kind is, of just, yes. like, it's not fair, because the world's not fair, and rich people and the 1%, you know, exactly. do whatever the fuck they want, and right. that's kind of, like, what is happening in this movie. That's what I'm saying. I wanted them to lean into that more, yeah. but they don't. Um, but so that's the explanation they give, and, um, and oh, they, yeah, we did we did skip something earlier, sorry, is when she's, like, moving in before Aggie shows up, her mom tries to call her, and she doesn't pick up, and, this, and Gwen's calling her at, like, the grocery store. They do throughout the movie little cutscenes of Gwen now being an empty nester because yes. Sophie's gone and the two older kids Which are gone. I can't I feel lukewarm about. I like them because I find her to be a delightful actress. I do too but I feel like the, I feel like the first one where she's at the grocery store and like is talking, talking, to, talking, the talking, talking to the cashier like a psychiatrist being like I just didn't want them all to run away so fast and all that stuff. And then she and, snaps the bag. That's yeah, a good that's cut a good scene. Also, but also did you notice in that scene that when she's checking out she swipes the credit card not on the stripe. Oh no I didn't <laughs> and It was that. really funny because I thought they were going to be like ma'am you have to use the other side but it's like no they just kept going but that one was good and then the next one is we see her getting a real estate job and like starting to sell real she's estate, to sell real estate. <laughs> which might raise the question for me is like did she not have a job before how the fuck was she supporting this family I, yeah because she wasn't using magic after her husband died and so like what what are they living on well, life insurance maybe Wow, that's got to run out of yeah, I, I, it's, it's a dark life I'm for really Gwen. worried. But yeah, so we cut to her throughout the movie 
Sometimes she'll be talking to... That's what I'm saying is it just kind of got old after a while because it's like her... It did get kind of cute throughout because she uses her magic to make like homes bigger when they like want a three bedroom yeah, and that was, like that. Yeah, that was cute. And like clean the lawn when they complain about it. It's kind of funny. That was funny. But I'm saying like a lot of the times it's just her talking into a toilet or a bird bath. Yeah, it's a lot. And it's just not funny. But I, 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 don't, I honestly think it's another thing where it's like they wanted to make this movie and they wanted Judith Hoag to be in it. And she's like, I can do it, but I can only... I, I have three days. I have, like, I have three days. I have three days. I have I got, two costume I can, changes. That's I it. can be in the beginning and the end and everything else you have to shoot me separate. separately. And because she did, that's literally all she's there for. And it's like, it's not terrible because Judith Hoag is great, but it's just a she little annoying. She comes in the, the clutch at the end here. Oh but yeah, I she gets say, a great... When do we need the troll guy? Uh, Somewhere. I uh, Justice for trolls, first of all, because the only troll, why they wouldn't bring back hottie luke the troll well, luke, man. luke was a goblin not a troll. goblin not a troll Gary. is this guy a troll then i think they say he's a troll somewhat i what, thought he the, was the, a the, goblin the, the, no they, say, they were the same i same think race. they say troll i'm not no the, what's i don't think it's the same race because luke was pointy in his face whereas this guy was bulgy uh, but, but that's kind of how luke looked in the first movie but hotter <laughs> i i can't remember i feel like they say he's a troll but the biggest disservice they do to this character make him disgusting no because he's a halloween town creature the biggest disservice is they don't give him a name. His name is like the third or some nonsense. Which doesn't make any sense because every other Halloween Town creature has been like Luke. Yeah, and, they, and he shows up a bunch. Like, give him a name. I think he shows up more than Anissa, honestly. He's there a lot. And, and he's always drooling. And it, yeah, and I thought they were going to give him a cute nickname where it's like, oh, well, I can't say that. I'm going to call you Belch or something because that's what your name sounds like. I don't know. They don't do that. They don't do anything. But yeah, he's around doing stuff. I just wanted to point out because it made me think of my troll BF and fact that he's not there wouldn't it be so great if she ran into an old flame in college come on yeah. but he'd probably be like i don't know who the fuck you are because the girl i dated isn't you we also don't know how old he is with how time and halloween town I have works. no idea um anyway then we cut into a class this is where we meet the shakespeare class yeah why do they have to take a shakespeare class at fucking hogwarts yeah <laughs> it was written by a dude yeah, i don't understand <laughs> i this. don't understand that one either um and the, and the, like because that's the thing is like we Marnie says her class schedule is like intro to magic like history of the universe and stuff like that stuff that sounds magical yeah, like but then as we go on it's like literature and physics and science why do they need physics in a Halloween we, we town we raised that in Halloween Town High because like Kelsey from High School Musical's troll character yeah she was the troll in that one she was like a troll doll though uh, yeah, yeah she yeah, was yeah. a troll she was a troll doll what um, the fuck is that character <laughs> Yeah, in, in, in college. I feel like maybe they say maybe that's what male trolls look like. I don't know, but she was like the head of her science club in Halloween Town. So they've established they do science study science. Exists. I guess. Um, and then she like this is where we meet Professor Periwinkle, and she's like they say she's exactly like she's Aggie. She's just an Aggie standing. She's an Aggie. She, looks she exactly dresses like Aggie. Like Aggie. She's like is they're weird, like spacey. their hair the same. It's, yeah, she's a, she says she's a Maggie. Catchphrases fiddlesticks because she's kind of clumsy. And like the one of the sinister sisters like takes Marnie's book and turns it in for extra credit or whatever. These nothing mean, else happens. These mean girls are so lazy. I feel like we haven't hit that enough, but they're just like it's literally like. Just so, like, we need mean girls. They're Poof. not even funny, mm-hmm. which in no. which sometimes that happens in a decom where you get, like... They like, don't have enough of an identity to be interesting. Yeah, yes, yes. You're yeah. so correct. They are not a character enough for me, them to be... And they don't all... They didn't all have to be, because I'll admit there's three of them, so that's hard to do, but not even the main one I is interesting. I don't even care about the main one. No. I don't understand her motivation. I don't understand why. It's just they blindly help their dad. But you never understand their own personal motivation. No. Like, why would they hate Marnie from the get? 
Like, their dad told them. There should have been, like, a better confrontation. Or, the, like, and, and again, they set this up a little bit, but they don't go as far of it with the same thing with the class warfare, is that they should be mad at Marnie that they can't use their magic at school. Is, because is that what the, why they, they hate men, her? They mentioned that briefly, but not enough to they be the reason. They should have made that way clearer. Because that's a decent enough reason, because they, they're part of the classists that think they're better than monster kids. Yeah, that would have been a but great... But they don't hit that That would have been enough. a great few lines for them to toss back and forth. Yep. Um. So... Then we cut into Grog's class, and he's This te- is where he really thinks that something is happening for the award <laughs> season time. Because he teaches I'm history. I'm like, relax, sir. He teaches history, and he wants everyone to fill out an essay of what they know about the history of the- The universe. The universe, or whatever. Something stupid that, like, you know, a teacher has you do on the first day. And uh, they all start writing their essay, and Saf, no, Scarlet- Matt hexes her pen to write super fast and Grog doesn't catch her, but Marnie sees her and is like, I can't believe they use, they get to use magic and I don't. Meh. Also, like, we're to, we'll be, to, like, I don't care if I spoil this movie at this point. It's not that they don't see them. I realize this towards the end. They're definitely seeing everything. Grog and Goodwin. They're mm-hmm. just in bed with their dad. Yes. So they get to do whatever the fuck they want. It's not Pretty like much, the teachers yeah. are dumb. They just straight up, don't they, care. they don't care. Yeah. And, uh, and then, like, she turns in her essay she wrote super fast. And then as she's walking out, makes a general hand motion. Again, like, come and on, I was like, magic yeah, and I was like, what the fuck? And then <laughs> uh, the class goes down, and Marty's the last person handing her thing, and she's like, hey, by the way, Professor Grog, I wanted to apologize. We got up on the wrong foot. We got up on the wrong foot, and he's like, are you pulling a prank on me? And she's like, what? And her paper is totally blank. And then she's like, no, I wrote the whole thing. Also, they're also just using regular ass pens, by the way. They're using like bics, like at least if you're like, going to steal, yeah, they're, they're not using use quills. Quill. And, and that really threw me. And he's like, she's like, that's weird. Someone must have hexed my paper. And he does, like I said, he blows, blows on, on it, blows magic onto it, and there re- is multiple points in this movie where someone blows on something and to, make, do to, magic, magic, to do magic, and it is. But weird. I'm saying, if that is a thing you can do, just do that, like to every to ever to do every. Admittedly, that would be tedious, but like for the how hard is it to go? Exactly, at least for the warlock and witches kids like come on guys like that's a perfect way to keep the magic yeah. and it's insanity and then she's like see there's my there's my essay because the page is blank and it shows up it's like there's my essay someone must have hacked my paper and it's like yes I do see so you are in the possession of a hexed paper clearly we need to have an investigation for using magic on schoolwork and I was like Yo, yo, dog. Why would she make her own essay disappear? Why would she do that? He just hates her. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's so stupid, but don't they need her to use her? Why wouldn't they all be nice to her from the jump? Exactly. Um, and so then she gets called to go see the headmaster Goodwin, like we talked about. This and- is so funny because I love one thing about this movie. And this is whoever did the fucking set design was just straight up for everything besides like Marnie's room in Witch You and like Halloween Town was phoning it, it the it looks, fuck in. It looks so normal. And just, it is a completely normal office, except he just goes, put fucking spiders on everything. Yep. And not real looking spiders. No. I'm talking about like the giant fake spiders you would get from Target around Halloween. Mm-hmm. There's just, on every, guys, if you go and watch the scene, and I recommend, recommend you don't. Yeah. But if you watch the scene, on every lamp, Mm-hmm. Or a piece of decor, just a giant fucking spider. Mm-hmm. Halloween town, baby. They do Bada that. They, they do that for for Perry uh, Periwinkle's office. Yes, there's spiders they do, it's, everywhere. It's, it's, well, no, not that, not for the spiders, but just it just looks normal. But so uh, she gets called into the chancellor's office, and she's like, "Oh, Marnie, I believe you. You didn't hex your essay, obviously." And she's like, "Well, can we find out who did?" And then she says this line, which legitimately gave me whiplash. She says, "Well, some spells leave a genetic fingerprint." What but this the? One, f- what the? What? <laughs> That's not. 
you can't answer genetics. Genetics? What are you talking about? Just say leaves a trace of the spell guy. Like genetics was a weird thing to and and then then we get introduced to this other weird bullcrap, which is that like there is a a, a spell placed. This on is crazy. Yeah, and and I know and like because it's crazy because it's stupid. One, two doesn't make sense. Three, why would anyone want this? And then four, it doesn't really play into much of anything. It's just the fact that Dylan would remain a dog forever. Pretty the much. That's, that's the thing. The Spoilers. <laughs> but um, but so she says there's a rule here that any spell cast at the stroke of midnight on Halloween, again, ticking clock, um, stays permanent. And that used to be an incentive for people not to overdo it with magic. I don't know how. And, and, and then she makes a point that like that's, do you remember this? That that's why they stopped doing magic. And I go, wait a second. Why did you stop the magic? The rule or the class privilege? You can't have two explanations for the same thing. Oh, do they say that? Yes, I feel she like says I feel like that. I feel like she just explained that. No, no, no. She literally says, and that was like, an, it, or maybe she says it's a factor that played into. But something, she says yeah, something to, like with the magic ban, and I'm like, you explained the magic ban to us well two scenes ago. Why are we doubling back on why this rule affects it? Yeah, no, I agree. I I didn't remember that exactly, but I was like, why do you need this on top of the other thing? And it's because it's like I'm a said it's to for some stuff later. Then we, after that talk, we cut into... <laughs> I just saw my note. I love pumpkin head people. Like, what the fuck creature <laughs> is that? <laughs> we cut into a meeting of this group where they're... It's a cult, basically. Well, I can't. It's the same thing from the last fucking movie. No. Wait, wasn't that also a cult? No, it was just one guy in the last one. It was I'm just thinking down. of the council. Yeah, the council were, were, were chill, though. Which, that's Except another... for the guy that was leading it. Yeah, Dalloway, who was the bad guy, who was Ethan's dad. And that's what I was saying, is that, like... I remember so... when Ethan had, like, that 60-year-old dad. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck did he have So, this is, this, is, uh, this is a group that's going to become to known as the Dominion, which they take forever to give them a goddamn name. And to explain what they want. Yeah. <laughs> this, I have such a problem with this movie, because they're trying to do big, shocking reveals, which is... Okay, fine, but by not telling us anything for so long, these there's no stakes in this movie. I don't understand what the bad guys are trying to do mm -hmm. to Marnie. I don't understand why it's important that she not go with the bad guys because I don't know what the bad guys are going to do until the last like 25 minutes of the movie. Yeah, it's and they're just uninteresting these people because there's really there's a bunch of them but the, there's the three main guys which is Silas Sinister Grog and Goodwin, and that's what I'm saying too. They reveal all of them are in this evil group immediately. immediately. Like, but then take so long to realize what their goal is mm -hmm. and what the name of the group is. And they're having this meeting and talking about like, oh, Marnie's here, all that stuff. And then the sinister sisters just pop in and hey, they're just like, like, hey, what's up? Like, we're doing that Marnie thing. Like, you wanted. And I thought there was gonna be a joke because there's a perfect opportunity for a joke. Is whenever Silas Sinister talks, he talks like this, yeah. and it's very deep and foreboding, and they put an echo effect on it to make it sound even more so. And I thought they were going to walk in and he was going to be like, girls, what's going on? Like, they were going to take the echo off of it a little bit. Or it so would be funny if he was like, girls. Yeah, or or like, like, it was a totally different voice. Or like, he was using magic to make his voice sound cool. Something. Like that, that would be funny and give him a little personality. Doesn't happen. He's just a bland piece of paper. He really is. Like, my point is it's not even really He's necessary. a bland piece of paper with evil written There's on it. Not even this, but you know what I'm saying? It's not necessary for them. There'd be three of them. Do you know what I mean? They're all no. three having the same you don't evil need, plan. You don't need Grog. You need Goodwin and Sinister. That's yeah. it. That's all you need. Um, then we cut to Marnie doing her laundry. Um, which is a thing that you have to do now because you can't use magic to make your clothes clean. Also, again, 
This room looks like the- There's just spiders everywhere again. No, no, no. It looks like the fucking laundry room. Like, it's, a laundry, it's a laundry room. It's, it's a laundry, laundry room. room that would be in my freshman dorm in Bob yep. McCulloch. And we're supposed to pause. This is in a castle. Yeah. It's just a laundry room. It's literally just a laundry room. It's so boring. And she talks to her mom really quickly in the washing machine. Because again, for some reason, communication is done through liquid. Okay, wait. So hold on. I want to go back for a second. I need to just get through this. From still at the Dominion meeting. I'm like, I immediately know this whole thing is a conspiracy to get her to summon the thing. The gift is what we know. Yep, as. there's the thing. We I think they introduced the gift. They say that in the prophecy that the gift. I mean, they just see the prophecy. But when, when we, do we have the fucking dig site class? Oh, did, wait, did we I, have it? Yeah, we. I know that we had it because that's when I wrote the pumpkin head note. Yeah, you're right. You're class. right. Okay, sorry. Yeah, we skipped. That's also you're right. That's why we're having the meeting. It's not why Marnie's there. Before the meeting, um, they take her. They take everybody down to the bowels of the castle. And they're like, there's just a freaking hole in the ground with like construction lights around it. Like really, you couldn't even use torches, my no. dog. Um, it's like a part for you're going to have this class. Grog's going to oversee you. You got to dig shit out of the old dungeons. Yeah. To like find out the history of the castle or something like that. And like Marnie's like walking up to the hole and there's like a pulsing thing or whatever. And I was like, much oh. like a horcrux. And I was like, oh, okay. Calling to her. And I was like, oh, okay. I bet that's going to be a thing later. She's going to have to like feel this thing drawing to her and slowly throughout the movie, she's going to return. And then oh, it's no, like, no, no, it's like within five seconds, hands. a freaking box shoots out of the goddamn thing. And lands like, in her hands. Lands in her and hands. And I'm like, there's the thing. Because this whole thing is a conspiracy. They needed her to get that thing. Yes, ex exactly. And uh, then they have that's the meeting. That's I'm like, that's so visibly apparent. So why can't you tell me what the fucking stakes are so I can care about them? Right. And then and then they have the meeting that's like, we need to trick her into opening the box. And the Senator sisters are like, we, she won't use magic. She's too of much of a goody two-shoes. And what, and this is was more I was getting frustrated because I'm writing down why is her opening the gift mean this whack ass secret society rules right that's what they take so long to explain why would you opening and here's box? the thing and what is your plan for ruling and here's the thing so they tell the sisters like you have to trick her into getting her to open the box and using her magic but the thing is the like immediate scene after the meeting after after the laundry too actually which just the, she does her laundry she talks to Gwen that's the problem with all the Gwen conversations then, all the problem with the Gwen conversations is nothing is achieved she just is like I don't want to talk to you. Bye. And then Lucas Graybill shows up and like flirts with her a little bit. And like, I feel like they told him to kind of underplay a little bit to kind of make it awkward. Like it's supposed to be awkward between them because his dad was evil. All their conversations, and this is, I make this note later, but I'll make it now, I guess. All of their conversations are like two people who are talking just out loud to themselves and they do not interact. Like their sentences don't even match each other's. Like it, it's like they're not even in the same fucking room when they're talking to each other. Yeah, a little it's bit. Terrible. That's because I think Lucas Ramiel was like, "You're not Kimberly J. Brown." <laughs> it's Ethan's costuming is a low grade crime, and in this scene, he there's this. Oh my god! I wish I wrote down the exact line. There's this insanely weird beat where he goes, "Want to just use some magic and like zap all these clothes clean?" Like kind of tempting her to like clean all their laundry, and she goes, "No, like no magic allowed." Like. They want to get in trouble or something. Again, like these lines. And then he goes, or something makes him go, sorry guys. Something makes him go, it's, it's so awkward. I'm actually doing an okay job of reciting it. Because it comes out of nowhere. He goes, who's magic? Not mine. Like, I, I'm not, she's like, why don't we use yours? Like, not, we're not going to use mine. Like, and then they're trying to set up the reveal later that he doesn't have any magic. Right. But they do a terrible job. They do that a terrible job multiple times. And like, yeah, they're, this is just the first of their awkward interactions that are terrible. But um, also, okay, can I just say one thing, one note for this movie? I understand that they're trying to set up for this big reveal in act four. And they don't, so they don't want to reveal what the gift is, what, what their plan is to use the gift. Right. Why don't they say though, up 
at the jump that they need to open the gift to make the dominion rule. Because yeah, because you sub what all it, you need to reveal is to put the other creatures back in their place and ensure right. because and to you, make them slaves. Then I know that the stakes are high because their plan is to make people right. slaves. And you already have told us and who you the bad people are, so you don't need to keep yes, that kind yes, of secret. Yes, we know they're bad, so tell me what their bad their bad goal is. Right. So then I know, oh shit, they can't get that gift, whatever it is, mm-hmm. uh, because their plan is to make people slaves. That's crazy. Because we know something Marty doesn't, and that creates suspense. Um, mm-hmm. But not really, because it's this movie. But uh, that's this is what I'm saying. So after the laundry scene, at the, at the end of the meeting scene, then the laundry scene, end of the meeting scene, they tell the Sinister Sisters, it's your job to get under Marty's skin and you're going to use magic. And then they do the obvious thing that they should do, which is they take her down to the dungeon. And, Goodwin, and just ask Good, her to open the yeah, fucking box. Yeah, Goodwin her takes teachers. her down. Goodwin takes her down there and is like, open this. And she's like, is this a trap? Like, I'm not supposed to use Why magic. Why do they even tell the she, Sinister Sisters to do that's that? That's what I'm saying. They're so pointless. And like, she goes, I'm the, she literally looks at Marty and says, Marnie. I'm the headmaster of this university. If I say it's okay, it's okay to open the box. Why wouldn't they have done that? That's all you yeah. need to do. And also you just say like, oh, it's just because we need to know what's in there because we're doing research, you know, on the history of the castle or whatever. But then she does a bunch of magic to try and get it open. None of it works. And we also get, funnily enough, an I Dream of Genie and a Bewitched reference because she, she goes like she this. Crank- they can't see what you're doing, Emma. It's a podcast. Oh, she, she crinkles <laughs> her nose like Bewitched and does like the arms folded blink, blink. thing like on I Dream of Genie. All of the motions that you need to do to do magic in this universe are quite interesting. Like yeah. the breathing. Yeah. Yeah. Because kids are going to get those references. You know how kids love to TV, I, well, I as a kid really did love I Dream of Genie. Yeah, yeah. I have the same note about why they need to have a Shakespeare class multiple times. I think that there's really a, there, got under yeah, my skin. Well, there's also, there's another thing. Like, we go into another Shakespeare class, and uh, they have this weird conversation where, this is another thing that we're saying they set up, but don't, go. they're trying to foreshadow, but it doesn't work, is she, they're trying to set up, like, controlling a person you love because they're talking about Midsummer Night's Dream. This is so out it's, of nowhere. It's out of nowhere. They're talking about like um, Helena was only in love with her boyfriend but he was a dick because he was under control and then it's like the Sinister Sisters are like so what? She still loved him and it's like yeah but you can't control the people you love like control, control, control and it's like weird thing and then she, after class she sits down with Professor Periwinkle and says like hey I know you don't know me but you remind me of my grandmother. This is so lazy guys. This <laughs> and is I would so like to and I would like to talk to you. And she's like, sure. Sure. Also, That's guess what? I'm best friends with your, your grandmother. grandmother. What a surprise. I forgot they did that until she said it. And I was like, no. Like, no. That is so dumb. And then also, like, I thought that the fact that they, and this is me being foolish, sweet, naive summer child. I thought the fact that these people looked nearly identical would come into play. Oh, yeah, you'd think something. That, like, I thought it was one of those things where, like, back in the olden days, because there's time travel eventually, and we see Aggie, you know, younger, and we see Periwinkle younger. I thought that, like, she was, like, what movie is, am I even referencing here? But, like, she was, like, her servant girl best friend, and they, like, switched places because they looked identical. Yeah, that I mean, trope that happens a lot. Uh, yeah, that's a trope. Thing. And I thought for sure that played into the plot somehow, and it doesn't. I, I thought you were going to say... They just have two identical characters who are best friends that, that makes no No, I thought you were going to say you thought Periwinkle was Aggie in disguise the whole time. No, I did and not. And then, like, she, that's how the mother... As long as they get her, she shows up at the end and like, it was me all along. No, no. I am stupid and thought that they... Yeah. Them being best friends and 
identical was going to serve a purpose. Yeah, no, no. Yes, yeah. yeah. But again, it's because they couldn't get Debbie Reynolds yeah. for enough of the movie. Um, And well, that's the thing. So the box, we left out, the box says S. Cromwell on it. So she goes, that's the other reason she's asking the professor, why you wouldn't ask the history professor? I don't know. Um, She asked the professor, <laughs> yeah. She has the professor. She that's also she didn't know that she knew her grandmother or nope. knew anything about nope, their nope, family nope, until nope, nope, nope. she had already walked into the office and sat her ass down. Yep. She asked this her. This is really lucky. She for asked her. her Did you, so you knew my grandmother? Did you happen to know an S. Cromwell? And she goes, Yes, Splendora Cromwell. Which I'll give him credit. Good witch name. I that's like, a great witch. I name. like the name Splendora. It might be one of the names of my D and D characters in the future. Um, and she's like. But unfortunately, I cannot tell you about her. I have promised to not say anything until you're ready. To who? To Aggie? I guess to Aggie. But like, I just if she had just said until like not say anything, I would have been fine. And she's like, until you're ready. How does she know when she's ready? She doesn't, because later on she says like, hey, nothing has literally changed. But I'm I'm just as curious as I was before. And she's like, ah, now you're ready. And I was like, what? So the, she doesn't tell her anything basically. Then this fr- I cannot believe this happens. Marnie calls Dylan. How does she call him? Not on a witch's glass, not through water. On a she phone. picks up a normal ass cell phone and calls it. This him. whole movie reminds me of um if like but not self-aware. You know, did you see the trailer for the new Tom Holland Chris Pratt Disney movie? Where it's like yeah. magical lands, but it's like if they have evolved with technology. Yeah. So it's like fucking cars that trolls are driving, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. like they all have like cell phones and yeah, Wi-Fi, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's like intermixed with like unicorns and shit. That's what this is, except it's not self-aware and not supposed to be a parent. And it's just not consistent. It's like, like, why would she ever pick up a fucking and phone? And he has his own witch's glass. He is also he a has warlock. It on his witch. He's he, a warlock. He was a warlock, but, but to, to be fair, he doesn't use his magic that much, but except for one thing, which we'll get into in a second. Again, this movie having the weirdest relationship with its past, you would not remember Dylan's a warlock if you hadn't seen movie one. I don't think we've had any warlock stuff come up with him since the first movie. Oh, no, he barely did anything. He doesn't do anything, I don't think. I don't think there's anything in three or two that reference him being a warlock again. So you would need to know from Halloween Town 1 that he's a warlock. Um, So she calls him into the library. Again, it's a normal-ass library. You couldn't do big CGI shelves it's, or anything. It's not even like... It's like a room. It's not even a university library. No. They couldn't <laughs> get to a university library. It's a fucking castle, allegedly. <laughs> this is a tiny, tiny room with a few bookshelves. Yep. And she's like, I need to do some research. And like on the table is like, look at all these books about the Cromwells, like History of the Cromwells, Cromwell Magic. I was like, uh, we need to do some research so I can find out what's in the box. Who's in the box? Um, I'm going to try avoid using... That um a clip of seven where he screams what's in the box in this movie. A couple might slip by. We'll see what happens in editing. Um, but so she has all these books out, and I couldn't tell if also, she was like, actually doing Splendora's do- box. It sounds like Pandora's box. Oh, it does. I didn't think about that. That's a good one. Um, but so she has all those books out, and I couldn't tell if she was doing research or if we were supposed to believe that all these Krama books just happened to be out. Nobody was putting shit away in that library, no, I guess. No. Even though the fucking witches go here. But like also the jokes they make here. About the titles of the books. Are you going to bring that up? No, go ahead. Boy, they're like, they're walking, they're like, all of these books are about our family. So all the books in the university library, which is one room, is <laughs> a... No, this is the Cromwell it's, section. It's, it's, it's all about the Cromwells. And they walk through and they just make terrible book title puns. They're like, look at this. Little Cromwell woman. Cromwell <laughs> expectations. I, I swear to God, you guys, those are lines that are I said. I didn't remember that. I, how did you not? Little Cromwell. <laughs> Woman, I wrote it down. I didn't remember. I didn't. That didn't click with me. That's really bad. I was like, what the fuck is that 
book about it's just a parody of Little Women. How yeah, what's that telling anyone? That's fantastic <laughs> and terrible at the same time. But so uh, she's like, I need your help with this because you know you're fast. You're the smart one. And he's like, Well, I'm fast, but I'm also magic. And she's like, Did you just say the M word? And he's like, Yes, okay. I use magic to speed read. That's my, the one thing I use magic for. And she's like, No wonder you skipped a grade. That's where that comes in. Finally, thank you guys. <laughs> Thank and, you. We've only been here for so long. Right. And she's like, well, you can't use magic. We're on school grounds. And he's like, yeah, fine. Also, that reminds me. They say it's only on school grounds. I forgot to bring this up. What if you just take your homework off school grounds yeah. and use magic on that? Because it's who's stopping, who's you, stopping you there? You can't break and the rules. The castle is adjacent to the town. Yeah, yeah but some of these kids have to just walk home. It's a commuter university. Pretty much. <laughs> But so she, uh, he's like, all right, fine, I won't use magic. And he just sits there and starts reading a book. And she's like, fine, use magic. And he does like a word tornado. That is the most okay. But I thought it was like, that'll be a safe magic to use. Because it's just going to be like. Oh, no. It's, yeah, yeah, I thought it's he was the just, most I obvious thought, use of I, magic. I obviously, th- I totally thought he was just going to like, we were just going to zoom in his eyes. And you see his eyes just go. Like, so like, yeah, just like or super like fast. like words in front of his eyes. Something like that. But no, it's like literally a word tornado of books and everything. Books are swirling around him in an actual physical tornado. And, uh, but I'll admit, it's kind of a cool effect. But but the thing is, after this massive grand effect of him having all his knowledge punches, he just goes, I know it's in the box. What's in the fucking box? It's the most, like, deadpan delivery possible. And we're gonna give, we're gonna tell you what's in the box in a second, but we gotta poof on out of here. Uh, poof? Take, I don't know. Take this a break. This isn't even the poof point. I don't, well, it's a magic poofs thing. Okay, like, we gotta get to our next class at which sure. university. It's called witch studies. <laughs> <laughs> No, wait. No, you're wrong. Sorry, guys. We've got to get to our next class at which university. It's sex ed. It's called like, like it's, 101. It's human anatomy. And I have it right after biochem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have it on my geology class. Like, just, just the most normal thing. We gotta then take... I have which 101 later. Yeah, we got to take a break. I'll see you in a second. <laughs> Bye. Come with us and you will see. This our town of Halloween. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. Pumpkins scream in the dead of night. This is Halloween. Everybody make a scene. Trick or treat. Tell the neighbors on the diaphragm. It's our town. Everybody's free. Like snakes and spiders in my hair. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. 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 All right, so we're back. They're walking out of guys, the library. I want you guys to know that I just asked Luke to fill up my water. <laughs> Why did, we don't need to talk about I just something. want them to know what just happened. This is what they people want. They want to see our real relationship. I just asked Luce to fill up my water so I could do the best job possible for you guys. Okay, and first of all, dehydrated. no. That is not what happened. I, I, I went and got myself some more water. And then I sit back down and I'm just says, why didn't you fill up my water? Because my water was sitting there empty, you guys. <laughs> not, in, not in my field of vision. It's behind your chair and it's a clear <laughs> glass. It's just a glass. Well, yeah, you could see that it's empty. No, it's it's not, you know, it's good. It doesn't stand out like my red solo 
look oh, so you you can't see you but you see clear <laughs> something clear it's invisible to I'm you i'm just saying it's not immediately noticeable and then she comes back i come back and she said why didn't you fill up my glass and i was like you didn't ask me to fill up your glass like, you should have inferred you should he should have seen the line was empty and i said do you want more water i'm on my way to the kitchen i and he should have done that which he didn't and then he comes back and passive aggressively you guys has filled up the water so high to the top that it's like there's, there's, there's surface tension happening and i can barely sit from it so if i sound a little preoccupied that's why no yeah she's now criticizing, criticizing the, not only was i supposed to infer that she wanted water she wanted a specific amount of water in her glass that was a secret to her normal amount and if water. i got it wrong she was gonna bring it up on the podcast that's that's what happened okay. so they walk out of the library and Dylan says, okay, so it contains a thing called the gift. That's actually literally what it's called. And it contains some kind of magic power that nobody else has. And that's the end of the explanation. It's really powerful. That's all I know. She's like, that's all you know? And he goes, yeah, there, yeah. Were, pa- there were pages missing. And he sees Scarlet. He never explained where those pages went. So he sees Scarlet and goes up to her and he's like, hey, Scarlet, ready for our uh, date tonight? And she was like... What are you talking about? And he's like, oh, that's, you forgot. That's cool. You know. Did we uh, even see him ask? Nope. I have no idea what. Is that uh, on the cutting room floor? Something has to be on the cutting room floor because this makes no sense otherwise. Why should we, would she even originally agree? I know. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't make, I, it almost makes me think stuff was like out of order in a way or so shot. (laughs) The editor just stitched things into the wrong place. I Yeah, because there's another thing too where they're talking about like getting her to do magic, try and open up the box. And I was like, she tried that and it didn't work. What are you guys? Is talking about but uh we saw that yeah already. we saw that play out but so um like like the natural she says no but just scarlet says no to this date and is like fuck you and then ditches him immediately for a guy dressed like guy fear he's he dressed like guy fear sure. he absolutely is just like come on babe let's but, go like, that's what i'm talking about, like the weird clothing choices they make for some of these people where it's like mm-hmm. um magic but like collagen um a shirt covered in flames and a spider belt buckle fuck yeah like what <laughs> and okay so then then we do like another meeting and i know that happens because they're doing another meeting of the dominion and then she just walks in and i was like you were at the quad five seconds ago where are these meetings being held and she and this is where she gives them an idea that they scarlet can, walks in scarlet walks in. yeah scarlet and she gives them the idea that they can get to marnie through her brother and her brother is of course a miserable Why sad sack scarlet have that idea when she was talking to him and accept the date and get the plan in motion instead of doing this weird runaround. That's what I'm saying because we go on the date we go on a date later where we see them also like, they do eventually go on a date but it's all three of them oh, which okay. like because he also offers to help them with their homework as part of the date. What I also would have liked is the scene okay spoiler, we've been jumping all around spoilers. they put a spell on him to make him like devoted to them like because he already likes them and so they're able to like use that to make his I would have liked that being cast so we knew at what point, point that I would have liked to see that happen so we know because at certain points he's just like being a desperate idiot like he has been in the other movies and then he looks like then he's like not allowed to sleep but I don't understand when that changes for that's him what I'm saying yeah. I would have liked that scene so we could get the full so I, like, may, I was, maybe I wonder, I'm starting to wonder if there was more stuff with the Sinister Sisters that just got straight up cut. That because yeah. that's why that's why they're not interesting. But so uh, she's studying. Marnie's studying in a room, doodling the box on a piece of paper as if that's gonna. Also, you know, why is she such a bitch to her mom? That's that's I have that why? note too. It's like fuck off. Yeah, that, I was expecting her to learn some kind of lesson, like stick with your family. She eventually or... hastily does at the end because she has to call her mom. Because she like, needs something. That, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like call your mom I, everybody yeah, call I, your mom yeah I, I don't understand 
Um, but so she's sitting doing whatever, and then Ethan... This is at the point where I wrote the note, what blind Idaho magician is styling <laughs> Ethan? He is a lounge oh, magician. So, oh, go ahead, sorry. What? No, I forgot we did skip at one point. Ethan gives her flowers, and he, like... Because, again, yeah, Ethan doesn't have magic, but he does, like, the magic trick but where you make flowers. He, we, we think he has magic at this point. But I, and they, they can... You can tell he isn't because they don't add a sound effect or a glow when the flowers appear. He clearly yeah. just, like, had those in his sleeve or whatever, but they look like real flowers, not, like, the fake plastic ones that spring up. But, yeah, he is also literally a crappy magician at this point. And he's dressed like it. Yes. He is dressed... I think he's in a vest here or something insane. And his hair, they're trying to do the spikes from, you know, this time period. They then proceed to, what is your next note? Is it about the doodle jokes? Because that's mine is about the doodle jokes. Uh, when they go on a 20 minute long <laughs> bit about the long. world doodle. And I was like, I would rather straight up impale myself on a piece of broken glass and listen to this for one more second. I didn't hate it as much as I hated Dylan groveling to the Sinister Sisters of just being like, uh, or that and them later when they're like, oh, Dilly, like, yes, do my homework for me, sex slave or whatever. Stop touching me. Yes. Yeah, uh, he's rubbing my arm. Um, but no, the... <laughs> <laughs> that does happen. This dialogue. Yeah, it's bad. Dialogue, it's bad. You're not wrong. She's like, and like when I try to reenact these Marnie, what's his name? Lucas Graveville? Ethan. Ethan scenes. Like, I know I'm doing a bad job, but they're also doing a bad job. He's like, what are you doing? And she's like, and she's like, studying. And he's like, oh, okay, then never mind. And she's like, well, I'm not studying. I'm doodling. And he's like, so are you free to like free tonight? It's a Saturday. It's supposed to be a weekend. Free for Saturday. And he, she's like, yeah, I don't know. I have a really long. You, you really thing. remember the whole thing. I have thing, a really big doodle you? final on Monday. Got it. He's like, "Are you think you're prepared for it?" And I'm no, like, "Shut okay. the fuck up!" <laughs> also, See, you can't even watch me reenact no, no. it. Also, you just made me realize that. Yeah, why is his name Ethan? Yeah, all the witches and warlocks have weird names. The monsters have the normal names. Ethan. They, 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 he's just Ethan. Ethan. Chill guy. I mean, it works now because he's not a witch anymore. Um, but yeah, he asks her out. She accepts through all the doodle flirting. Um, all the jokes. It was like all the doodle flirting. That's like it's written by a fourth grader. Mm -hmm. And then we cut to that night. She's sitting on a bench and he comes behind her. And this is where he's wearing that leather straight suit jacket. No, that that's that last scene. He's in the leather jacket. Well, this no, is no, a no. suit jacket. He's wearing, the, yeah, he's wearing the suit jacket that's two sizes too big on him. It's like covering his hands. And is like, ah, so what are we uh, doing tonight or whatever? Are you laughing reading your own notes? Because she's looking at her own phone and just laughing. Yes. <laughs> down for this scene when they go on the date <laughs> you gotta get the joke out for it to be funny emma <laughs> these two people have the chemistry of a piece of <laughs> get the joke out let, let, us, let, let me read it let me read it and i'll get it <laughs> okay so in emma's notes <laughs> okay it's good these people have the chemistry. <laughs> See, it's so hard to get it, it is hard. It's hard. Uh, These two people have the chemistry. chemistry of a piece of ham and an Allen wrench. They do. Have no chemistry. It is like throwing a sloppy piece of wet ham at an Allen wrench and expecting something to happen. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. Very good. But so he. So here's the thing. Is it's not a Halloween Town movie. <laughs> it's not a Halloween Town movie if we don't get in some broom flying, despite the fact that people can teleport. Yeah, so he's like, guess what? We're he's like, oh, it's a beautiful night tonight. 
you know what that means it's good for, let's go flying. He pulls a broom from nowhere. He literally had it, like, hidden behind some vines. I thought there were going to be, like, a no brooms allowed on campus rule from the way he had it hidden. Because it's magic. Yeah, well, well, yeah, and he's like, it's just like, oh, it's beautiful. And he's like, yeah, it was a gift from my dad before he got sent to wizard prison. Dark. Like, again, why do we keep needing to bring I would love up? to see wizard prison. Yeah. It's Azkaban. They're well, just... but they're, well, they don't say prison. They say exile. He got his magic taken away from him and put in exile. Where's exile? I, probably the mortal world. I, although, I guess there's different dimensions Indiana? you could go to. There's different dimensions you can go to. Oh, wait, what? No, what was it in Luck of the Irish? Cleveland? Cleveland. It's Cleveland. It's You gotta go to Cleveland. Um, Tough shake. Yeah. Uh, so, did we posit that Luck of the Irish takes place in the Halloween Town universe? I think we did. Uh, I think everything does. I think, most. I mean, if there's a magic creature involved, there's a decent shot. Um, so... we have posited a strange amount of movies take place in Halloween Town Universe. So they go flying. Also, this broom looks fugly. It's like got weird, weird, like metal vines. Remember how cool they were in the first one when they were all colorful? Yeah, well, they were also, I mean, they weren't cool. They were terrible. They were shitty, but fun. They they looked like they, we said their broom much. That's my tagline for me on dating apps. Shitty, but fun. (laughs) They were shitty, but. We've said on multiple times that the broom budget was like $50 in Halloween Town 1, where it's just they bought some Ace hardware. Oh, they spray painted them. They spray painted some Ace hardware flat rooms um and then in two it had like it was interesting because it had like a bicycle seat and stuff and then i don't remember now it now it still has like hand but it's just a gray. now it's got like a donger on front that mm. you used to pilot it the point of this scene is they get on the broom yeah she's flying and he's and riding guess his... guess what i definitely didn't expect it was a jesse McCartney, mccartney song, song to come this in this song is the best part of this movie this song is so good i literally when it came on i was like Oh, yes. I didn't even watch the screen. I closed my eyes. Oh, that's why you think it's the best part of the movie, because the flying scene sucks. The music is amazing. The music is fine. song yeah i was waiting to see how long i was gonna go with that um but yeah the flying scene itself sucks because they so obviously are not anywhere oh like, it's so they're just going because you're going screen. around a cgi castle that doesn't exist and so it looks double bad and they're just like whoa look at that and like oh oh my gosh it's it's so so also, stupid in this scene when they try to attempt to give lucas graveyard like the hairstyle of the time like remember when we all were just putting gel in our hands and boys were putting their hands just sticking their hair straight up he does that to try to like give it a little like spiky tousled look and he just looks like Cameron Diaz and something about Mary. Like it's his hair is just standing <laughs> straight bit, yeah. upward. But so they fly in Halloween Town proper. This is the other time we get to see it. I didn't realize until they were leaving that they were supposed to be in Halloween Town proper. <laughs> I thought that was still on campus. No, no, it's Halloween because we see the banner that says Halloween Town Millennium Self. Did we say that? I don't think we've set that up. No. They're, so they're about to get ready. I mean, to the ce- movie barely does. Yeah, they're getting ready to celebrate the one the Millennium Celebration of Halloween Town. It's been around for a thousand years, which I find. I thought Halloween Town was like old. Older. Really old. Uh, but I think, well, I think what they've said is... That's when they had to create Halloween Town. They used to live in the mortal world together. Yeah, I think that's right. But I feel like they've definitely, in the other movies, someone has said something like, Halloween 6,000 years ago or whatever. Yeah. It doesn't line up, but at this point, nothing does. They go into this ice cream store... And the, what I, the reason I like it, it's got like tables set everywhere, but the ground, the floor is ice and the waiters skate around on it. That's that a fun, fun idea. Fun That's idea. a fun idea. And yeah, he, the guy makes their food cold because he's basically snow miser. And then they're like eating, talking about nonsense. And then she spies Dylan with the Sinister Sisters. Um, I, You know, 
I'll give the movie credit. I Now that I've said it multiple, multiple times, Sinister Sisters is a cool name for something. Yeah. Like, I don't think they used it well enough, but I definitely think someone came up with that. Like, we're going to have these characters. I, I have a hard time saying Sinister Sisters, actually. I think someone came up with that name, and then they were like, we got to have somebody named the Sinister Sisters, because that's just great. And it's good. It's, it, it, it sounds foreboding. I'll give, you the, give them credit on that one. So she spies the Sinister Sisters, just fawning over Dylan, being like, oh, Dylan, you're so hot. And like... Dilly, that's what they call Dilly. Dilly. can do my physics test. She's stud and all that stuff. And he's like... Like, hell yeah, I will, because I'm desperate as, as, as all get out. He says, that, is, he says that at one point, he's like, nerdy, and I'm nerdy and alone, or whatever. Also, wait, but also at the table with Ethan and, Ethan and Marnie, there's a, another hot piece of dialogue between them. She orders, like, a giant banana split. Yeah, they both the have, guy, oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> do you remember this? Yeah. yeah well, she doesn't remember any of their dialogue. She does have, yeah, well, I do remember. I just didn't write, take notes on all of it. Uh, but she didn't get anything that much bigger than him, but she just starts eating it right away. And, and he, he goes, goes to a, her, I To guess? her. Or a healthy appetite. I like, like that, that in a girl. girl. No follow-up. Nope. They don't touch it. They let it sit, and then the conversation moves on. Yep. What the fuck was that? Mm-hmm. They bring up the doodling again here, and that's when I almost wanted to sell my house and move across <laughs> the country. Like, I could not with that. They bring up doodling again. And then another thing I'm going to say here, when she, Marnie goes over to the table where the Sinister Sisters are with Dylan. Yep. And it's like, leave my brother alone. The other problem with this movie, besides Ethan and Marnie having no chemistry, is Marnie and her brother, and this I know this word is going to sound not right, but they have no sibling chemistry. Uh, in the way that Kimberly J and the brother did, where she would seem to be actually visibly frustrated with him, mm-hmm. and they would have like fights back and forth and it was like come and on he, Dylan and he would and be it, incredulous would about be what incredulous, she wanted to do and they would and they but like you, it felt like a real sibling relationship these people seem to be strangers to another mm-hmm. and she's like come on Dylan and he's like no, I'm mean, like, it, it doesn't have the same kinetic sibling yeah, back I agree. and forth I that totally they, agree. the other actors had, the other actors had with him. Mm-hmm. And that was, was one of the big problems. Yeah, and I, I don't agree. even understand why she cares about him because they don't have a, a good relationship. Right. Absolutely. And then speaking of like, of just stuff not working is this is another thing I was talking about with the control is she's like, let my brother go. And she's like, make me. You can't control me. You'll like you can't make me do anything. Like is that okay? but this is this is what I then I wrote down. I don't get it. Is he really under a spell right now, mm-hmm. or is he just under the spell of possible puss still? Like yeah, when I, does the actual spell? I, I think at this point we're supposed to believe he is because he's so disregarding of Marnie, and it's like even while she's talking to Scarlet, he's like doing their homework and stuff like that. I'm guessing that's what the spell is supposed to be kicked into this point. But then they get up and leave, and Marnie's all pissed off. So then they well no she chases them out. And then they disappear, and uh, she's like, ah, witches. And they get back on the broom, and they leave. And then the broom turns into a snake, but then they crash land, and then the broom turns into a snake. Because the sinister snakes. I, I guess, but, like, why did Slytherin. it... Also, the effect is <laughs> the effect is terrible. The effect Salazar is... Salazar Slytherin has cursed their broom. Thank you, Emma. The, the, the freaking... Snake effect is terrible. Oh, it's just awful. Like, it's, and this like is, you didn't need that. Just say they hex the broom. It doesn't even turn into a snake. And then they walk back to campus. You can teleport your magic. What are you doing? We what? have seen you all teleport. And so they walk all the way back to campus. And this is where I had the note. Who's writing their dialogue? Their couple's dialogue. It's like they are just saying things into the air. And then someone else says something completely unrelated. They're like, can't believe you just fell off a broom. And now you're so excited. And it's like, Fed Grebeel's like, yeah. Gave me, like, 
thrill of my life or like, you know, put things in perspective. What? Like, do you remember this conversation as they're walking to the castle? Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. They're like, the broom's turned into a snake and he's like, you know, really gave me an outlook on like, yeah. what the fuck? A near-death experience. Yes, it, it, oh my God, it just makes no sense and it's so not bantery or cute and no. they don't even seem to be enjoying each other. Not really. They don't kiss in this movie, do they? No, thank no. God. No. Oh, then, so then we cut into campus on the next day. Uh, we see Ethan and Anissa talking about Dylan being under the spell before Marnie comes up. And this is where we get the exposition, which again, makes sense to me because I've seen this movie before. The one magic wizards and witches, warlocks and witches don't don't possess is they cannot control another person. They can't take away free will. And so they're saying, well, that's not what they're doing. He would do this anyway because he's so desperate to, for puss mm-hmm. that he would do all their homework and follow them around. His. They're just enhancing it to make it basically like they're controlling him. But I'm like, so why don't you just like Marnie cast a different spell to undo their spell? Like, is there some kind of rule that you you have like only the wizard who cast it can undo the magic? And then, oh yeah, also Belch or whatever the hell the troll's name is, is like standing up being like, oh, we're getting everything ready for the Halloween Millennium Celebration. Marnie, we need a volunteer. Why don't you come up here and uh, volunteer? And she's like, sure. And then it cuts and we have no idea what was going on in that scene. Why everyone was in the crowd, don't know what's no. going on. Then it goes to another Dominion meeting. They're talking about, we need to get her to trick her into opening the box. Et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, the same scene happened six times. It's yes, so it's, hard. and then they're like, okay, well, we, we I know what we can do. We got a plan, basically. And then there's a scene where Lucas Grabeel, there has been a thing where Sinister has been spying on Marnie through these stone gargoyles. I just assumed he was using magic to like look through their eyes or something like that. They're the par- gargoyles are sentient. They're apparently sentient creatures and Lucas Grabeel bribes them with hamburgers. Mm-hmm. And he, already, but how did he know it was the gargoyles spying on Marnie? Because there's a line that like, they, that Scarlet hacks the broom and they must have been, they must have known she was going to go to the ice cream parlor and that that was the room. So there has to be someone watching them, but they're, they're fixed stone gargoyles. There's no way they saw all of that. And also when he reveals that he kind of knows what's going on, it doesn't seem like the gargoyles testimony really played that big of a factor. I don't know. I don't know. But then after the gargoyles, he bribes the gargoyles. Because he bribes the gargoyles and then comes up to her and is like, He's like trying to get to talk to her. And he's like, yeah, hey, get look. Oh no, they have a scene. Sorry. God, this movie. There's a scene, basically Grog and Goodwin take her down to the hole and are like, look, you need to open the thing because there's this prophecy that if we open it, peace will come to Halloween town. They they do the correct thing, which is they try to play into her Harry Potter sensibilities and they make her think if you're going to save the whole world, the magical world, then Mm -hmm. she'll she'll want to open it. If she thinks she's doing something noble for everyone else, she will be motivated by whatever. I mean, that's Because she saved the world like three times. Yes. So instead of just saying, hey, open it. Now they're like, hey, there's a prophecy. You're the only one that can get this gift out of here. Motivate we need you to do more. it. Motivate a little more. You can, are the only one that can save the world. So she believes she is the greatest good and these people are her Dumbledore mm-hmm. and then Lucas Grabeel also sees them talk and, to and, her. And Sorry, Lucas Grabeel, after he sees them talk to her, comes up to her and is like, yo, gotta tell you, those guys have not got your best interest at heart, bro. And she's like... They were in a, the thing called the Dominion with my dad. Yeah, really, like, really upfront about the fact that, yeah. that my his dad was in that and he knows about it, whatever. And she's like, no, they're the good guys. They want me to save Halloween Town. Mm-hmm. But that's what, this is when I had a note. I was like, what is at stake here? What are you, save? how are you motivating her if she doesn't even know what she's saving it from? What more do you expect her to do? Like, I mean, it's admittedly she does go further also, with it. when they show but... them the prophecy, what is the prophecy? Where do you see that sexy witch drawing? Yeah, it's like, it's, dra- yeah, it's like on a piece of parchment or something. And there's a sexy witch who's kind of like got a Like showing her bra strap? Yeah, like, no, her like, shoulder, yeah. her bare shoulder. And I was like, yeah. That's a sexy thing to be on a prophecy. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Um, 
So then she's like, he's like, don't trust them. Don't do what they want. And then she's like, I don't believe you. Your dad was evil. Meh. I don't know what. She'll watch I just it. had to create conflict between these two. These two, yeah. their budding romance was clearly moving at such a breakneck speed. Mm-hmm. And then, so then we do another hard cut and she's suddenly wearing the robe from the first movie. Um, oh, yes. And she's running out and she goes to see Professor Periwinkle and she's like, hey, I need you to send me back in time to the founding of Halloween Town so I can talk to Splendora Cromwell. And she's like, guess what? You're ready now. Let's do this. All she needed to do was, was be, ask to time be slightly travel? more intrigued. I don't know. Also, she could canonically time travel by herself in movie two. I want to point that out. Bad job. Um, they have to open the portal together. She do it. She hops through and she runs into Benny. And we learned that Benjamin Benny's full name is Benjamin C. Deadman. Pretty good. Pretty good. I, I, I wasn't sure if I loved it and hate it, but I like Benny. And now that, that hits me in a good way. And he gives her a ride to Cromwell Castle on a heyday. And there's full on like, okay, like I said, I like them exploring this idea of like witch and warlock superiority in Halloween Town, but there's full on like monster people in chains. Oh and yeah, like, no, and that's like, what I said. When, when I saw them all in chains, I was like, oh, so this is a, the, a slavery plot. That came yeah. whizzing in at the fourth quarter. And that's what I'm saying. is like the whole thing we learned about Halloween Town. It's like where all the monsters could go to live free and be happy. No. But then they got there and the wizards were like, hey, slaves. guess what? Guess what, monster kids? You are slaves. I feel like the fact that the witches and warlocks enacted slavery for years of Halloween Town. Should have come up. Should have been a blip on our radar, mm-hmm. at least. At least mm-hmm. we should have been taught about that. But I guess not. Okay. And plus, I would have liked that if that, like, that had done something where it's like Marnie found out there was like that dark thing in her past and then had to like deal with it. No, it just came whizzing Like the, the Cromwells haven't always been good or something no. like that. But no. Oh, also, we also, of course, learn Marnie is terrible at time travel because she calls everybody... She runs into Professor Periwinkle and is like, Professor Periwinkle. And she's like, no, my name is Persimmon Periwinkle. I'm not a professor of anything. I'm a fruit selling girl who's also magic. Um, And she realizes it's her because she says, drops the fruit and says, fiddlesticks. And then she calls Ben. She's the one to start calling Benny Ben. This is where we get get into like, uh, what I'm trying to think of what the reference is of where it's like time travel where you did everything like the main character like she's the first one to call Benny Benny, and like yeah, yeah. Like I, I feel like not. That's not Back to the Future too, but it's something. There's a movie like that where it's do time travel. Someone I'm sure on Twitter can tell me what I'm thinking of. But uh, so she does that, and she wants to try and talk to Spandora, but she gets and also also by the way, don't glaze over. Yeah, I wasn't who's gonna. Playing Spandora is just Sarah Paxton again in a horrible ratty ass party city white party wig. City. party city white wig. It is the shittiest wig I've ever. Party it is a party wiggy disaster. Yeah. It is fucking out of a bag. They slapped it on her head and she is Splendora. And so uh, they stress talk to her and gets thrown in the jail by people who are the, from the Dominion of this period. And then what does she do? Obviously, she just teleports into her room because, yeah. again, you can, you can teleport, teleport. Why are we doing this all the time? Um, And so she goes into the room and then she finds the box and, like, the key and is like, oh, it's empty. And then Splendora's like, oh, what were you expecting? She's like, oh, Splendora, cool. She's like, you must be Also, the room that the queen lives it's the, in it's is, her is dorm Marty's room. dorm room. Really fucked up in classes. Yeah. They would give one student the queen's room. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, you must be of my family.
family. I've put a hex on this room. Only my family may enter. And she's like, yeah, I am your family. I'm from the future. Uh, she's right out of the gate. Right out of the mm-hmm. gate. Terrible time travel. And Sarah Paxson as Splendor is somehow worse than Sarah Paxson as Marnie. No, that's what I'm saying. Her I literally have the note. Ancient- I thought watching one Sarah Paxton was bad, but watching Sarah Paxton talk to Sarah Paxton. And try to be old timey and regal. Is- Although I will admit it's shot well and the effect of them being in the same room is good enough Fine. that it doesn't look bad that they're Hobbled together. Like they don't do that thing where like they walk up to the exact middle of the screen and like reflect it. It's like she like fully walks around yeah. her and stuff. It's pretty good. Splendora breaks down for her. This is this necklace I'm wearing, which is like a ruby with like a hand cl- grasping it. It glowing is the gift. It gives me the power to control anyone. The only gift which is it don't have, as we established earlier, and it's a horrible terrible thing that I don't want. And the Dominion wants to crown me the queen of Halloween town and use the gift to make everyone my slave. All the monster Mon- races Which it seems my slave. they already were Kind of, slave. yeah, a little bit. They were looking, or maybe, they're, I don't know. They just make it official, I don't know. Because she doesn't, Splendora doesn't want to do it. She wants to renounce the gift and make Halloween town a She wants to abolish fun. the monarchy. Exactly. I thought for some reason the power was reversed. Because I, I I remembered the, the scene where she's like, dance. Sit, speak, and she can make Sarah Paxton do whatever she wants. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Marnie Sarah Paxton. And I thought the power was reversed, but I realized that you have to obey everyone. But I realized that that's Ella Enchanted. Yes, that's Ella Enchanted. <laughs> Different movie. Yep. Um, and so she's like, so I'm going to lock it in this box, throw it in the depths of this castle, and then smash the monarchy. And so here's the thing, right? This is literally the stupidest thing in this entire <laughs> movie. And I, it is part of the reason why I oh, hate I know it so exactly much. Oh, I exactly what you're going to say. So she, Splendora has just revealed, this is a terrible magical item It that brings nothing but darkness and will bring, it's it's wrong to use this magic. And Marnie goes, hey, so can I have it for a second? And she's like, no. no. <laughs> I'm going to lock it up. And like, like I said, and she's like, oh, okay, cool. And then she's like, but I am going to give you the key to open it up in the time, in the future. Why does she give? Because she's like, Ethan was right. I feel so stupid. Like, also, it's important to know that they can. She also confirms here that the three Cromwells made the amulet, so you need three Cromwells to destroy it, and that's why she can't just destroy it. She has to lock it up. I did forget that. She doesn't have any other living family, and there's only two of them right there. But also, I hate when time travel does this. Where was the key then for the whole first part of the movie? If it was given to her, like, what? what, That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It introduces a terrible time. No, no, that's what I'm saying. It's like that thing of time travel where like everything happened because you because the reason there's no key is because she gave it to Marnie in the future. It doesn't like Emma. We know you hate time travel, I but hate that's time travel guys. They're but, talking. It's a. It's a but but I think, she's like, don't ever use it. Don't ever open it. But here is the key. I know it'll be safe with you because you know what's up. Marnie gets back to the future. No, 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 no. So she's like, okay, cool. I got the key. I'm gonna leave. And then she's like, yes, please. I can't wait for this all to be over, and I can just be plain old Agatha Cromwell. And she's like, oh snap, you're my grandmother. And I was like, first of all, you never tell the person that you're related like that like and and it's just stupid also we really didn't need this retcon that aggie was like gonna be queen of halloween and then i got kind of emotional when she was like you're a lovely grandmother you're gonna have a great life and be a lovely grandmother and i was somewhat emotional and then something really psycho happens you're gonna need this yeah so she makes the pumpkin in the center of halloween town like why was that marnie does marnie does yeah why and why would she put it inside her room remember in well they say take it outside but remember in the first movie when the halloween the Halloween Town pumpkin was like a big, like ancient thing. 
thing that like no Marty Marty Marty, Marty just went boop and then it was a magic important thing later on. I guess. So Marty has returns to her time and is like, man, my grandmother just dropped um, a bunch. Of- also, by the way, if they ever do make Halloween Town, f- return to Halloween Town for real, I do think something that would be kind of nice because we're, we're dumping on Sarah Paxson a lot. This is not super her fault that she took this role. Shouldn't dump on her in that regard. If they do ever make Halloween Town five, like five question mark. I do think there we should incorporate her and have like a flashback scene where she is reprising playing young Aggie Cromwell. Sure. But then Kimberly J. Brown is still Marnie. But uh, she's not been good as Aggie. I know, it's but she's not her right role. Just, I know she's not a bad actor. She was miscast. Yeah. She's good in Aquamarine. It's really not her, not her fault. her. Okay. So Marnie goes back to the future and opens the fucking opens box. the goddamn box immediately. You. <laughs> just got told that it's like insta-slavery. Why would you open and the then box? And the chancellor just goes and the snap. How did she not notice the chancellor was standing there? She's in the same room and she's in just in standing she the desk. She opened the box in the same room as the bad guy. <laughs> and then she has the thing and she's like, okay, bye. I got the amulet. And, and then this is so this is the thing you're talking about, Luke, where like the editing, like when she says something here, where I'm like, Oh yeah, she says, she I also thought said, you were going to save Halloween Town. You just learned, we saw this, you learned this. She also says, She like she says, shocked she says, she when she, she realizes Goodwin's bad. No, not just that. Goodwin says, oh, I was worried what had happened to you because you missed all those classes. How? It's Halloween tonight, baby. I was like, so wait, did she F up the time travel? And then it's How Halloween now. How long she gone? I don't know. But then like she poofs out of there because she's like, got what I wanted from you. But no, this is when she's like, um, and she's like, I'm gonna make everybody slaves. And then you hear Sarah Paxson go like really genuinely hard. I thought you were gonna save Halloween Town. Bitch, you learned they were bad five minutes ago. We were there. Yup. And so then we go, She got, then she hooks up with Ethan. It was in a leather blazer. And like, they're like, we gotta like, you were right. I was wrong. We gotta um, get we this gotta, back. We gotta find Dylan, and he's like, I already did. Didn't you think here? Okay, aside Dylan aside, when she takes that necklace, I'm like, fuck, they're gonna use the gift. Yeah. I thought they could just use it. You I just did. had to be wearing. I did. I did have that thought, but I wasn't sure because like. They say it's a Cromwell thing. So the movie could have gone either it way. With it. It, clear it wasn't clear that it wasn't clear. She was still. They still needed her. Yeah, it was not clear on that front. They make it clear in the in that future scene because so they find Dylan being the butler. At the weirdest four p.m. party of all time. Yeah, they're having a homecoming dance. Well, no, because it's the it's the Halloween celebration for the millennium. But why is the dance happening in high noon? Yeah, well, yeah, but, well, time in Halloween town is of course weird, Emma. Yeah. Um, but like, what's it's just weird. There's it's like, like times so, of day or the so same. They're they go out on Saturday night. They're having a big the big uh celebration, but Scarlet and the rest of the sinister the other the, the sinister sisters are having like a smaller party that is warlocks and witches only, and there's like a force field that you can only part if you're magic. And the monster kids are like looking and like, oh, I want to go in. I'm hoping that you bring up something in this scene that i'm really waiting for but but dylan's the butler of this thing and they're like dylan we gotta go bad stuff's happening come on he's like no i am still under love and or pussy control i can't go anywhere and then the sinister sisters turn him into a dog okay no 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 you missed the best part of this thing oh he gets goop spilled on him no you missed the other thing the fact they're eating all gigantic (laughs) chicken legs (laughs) turkey legs is it a callback to the disney parks this is a like 
fun they little That would have made sense if it was Monster Kids. mixer kid. dance. And like you would think it would be like tiny sandwiches or like it's a just a full-on drumstick. They are eating. These Sinister Sisters are eating. It look like they, they haven't eaten a sandwich in five and years. Massive, massive turkey legs holding onto them, these drumsticks. And then I see that there's a plate of them that they're being passed like appetizers. Yeah. Massive turkey legs. <laughs> and then he's passing around pudding and he spills it all over himself. Goo. Goo. Because uh, she trips him. And it's a CGI goop at first, which is weird. Did you notice that? No. When he spills it, they CGI it, but then they put it on him. And then they're like, we gotta go. And then they're like, nah, bitch. And then they snap and make him a dog. And he runs away. And I was like, what, 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 what? He's really like, against his best interest to run away. Yeah, yeah, so he runs away with the turkey leg in his mouth. And uh, and then she like chases him. Did they do the turkey legs just for the dog bit? I don't know, dog. Eh. Um, but uh, she chases him for a while and she can't and she's like oh god everything's falling apart because and the problem is, is if they don't find him the spell becomes permanent at midnight exactly totally we, have, we have that here. going and then she's like oh I messed up so bad mom I really need your help why would she use the witch's gun well, she just says that to no one the air to the air and then like there's a weird like storm strike or lightning strike and a weird like storm rustle of leaves and then you hear Gwen say finally and then she shows up out of I mean teleportation but like how did she know no idea and she's like finally I was waiting for you to call and she's like I messed up so bad mom was like don't worry like you know we all mess up I wrote gotta... down Gwen please take me in your arms your daughter's an idiot <laughs> <laughs> but no here's the thing this is my favorite part of the movie is when Gwen just shows up and she's like oh okay are we doing witch shit now and she gets in a and crazy she, witch she, she turns on like the spooky it's awesome I love I the witch dress. I don't want to disappoint you, Gwen, but like, homies are wearing leather blazers and yeah, Abercrombie she, She's khaki. like, oh, we back in Halloween town, bitches? Let's do this. And she spins around and gets like, again, no spider, one else spider and it's like a red velvet thing with like, it's awesome. I love it. But the uh, uh, kids next door, it's high noon and they're wearing basketball yeah, yeah, yeah. shorts. But I love spooky Gwen's look. Um, You know why this movie also isn't canon? Because Marnie's own stupidity gets her in trouble this time around when canonically... What? She only gets her stupidity in trouble when there is a man involved. She Yes! <laughs> She only gets in trouble by her own quest for that dick. Yeah, 100%. And so this is just classic not Marnie. She, well, there's not what? a hot guy attempt her. Why couldn't have... I feel like at this point I just rewrite these movies to be better. Should have been the Sinister Brothers. Admittedly, it doesn't sound as good. She would have been attracted to one of the Sinister Brothers and he would have been using her attraction to him to try and manipulate her to use magic because he would have been like, oh, no one cares about the rules. Magic and like... Yeah, like sexy triplet boys. That would have been... Or just something. I would, and like... And then you kind of lose Dylan's thing. Dylan being involved in the narrative because he's not like... I, we don't... But here's the thing and I'll give them credit for that is like the all of the movies... Pretty much, even the first one. Dylan's not really like a character. He's just, like the main character. He's, he's comic relief. He's just on the sidelines to be incredulous about the magic stuff that's happening. So I appreciate them incorporating him into the narrative a little bit more mm -hmm. with him being under the spell and all that stuff. But I feel like it's so late in the game yeah, that it's there's incredibly that late there's in the game. it's not the value is kind of lost. It's incredibly late in the game. But so then they go up back to her dorm room. And they're like, okay, we can't find, we got to find Dylan. Ethan's out looking for him. And I was like, did you think to to, to use some magic to find him? Because, you know. Ethan doesn't have you magic. You could probably, they don't know that yet. But also, like, just cast locate dog or whatever like, spell whatever you do. The fuck. And then I was like, well, I don't know. Maybe there's something that won't let them. Gwen and can then, use magic. And then they just, no, then they just do that. 
They just go over to the witch's glass and she's like, magic spell on witch's glass to find my son who is a dog. And it shows up on the screen. Why did they send Ethan on this fool's errand? Because you can just do it with magic. Just take on the witch's glass, which is this is the one that looks like a laptop for no reason. Yeah, they don't explain that. Yeah, um, and then she and then they're like, oh, and he they see him in a cage with a sinister snake ass on it. And they're like, what is that on the lock? And then Marty gets pulled into the screen. That was crazy. What? I don't know how they did that. And, and Gwen also gives the very powerful line of, Marnie, no. Like, not even trying. Uh, um, and so th- th- so now she this she comes face to face with uh, the Dominion. And they're like, okay, look, playtime's over. We've got the thing. We don't need to BS you anymore. We think we want to be in charge of Halloween Town. We want to put all of the monster races under our control. We need you to do that. You're going to put this thing on. Um, we're going to crown you queen. That like, wasn't even their idea. No, I think that's her idea. I think, well, yeah, because like, well, they're going to like finish, the idea is they're finishing the, the coronation of Aggie, but here's my thing, is you're right, they set up the Halloween Town celebration as like a dance. Why wasn't she crowned like queen of the Homecoming celebration? Queen. Or something, so it would make some sense as they're having they... a fucking coronation for a student. Yep. Which is the most insane part of this movie. And then they literally say, guys, meet your new queen, and everyone's like, yeah, yeah. party! Before they're under any spell. Yeah, I was like, what? You're about to get uh-huh. mind controlled. Uh, but they're like, yeah, so here's the deal. You're going to wear the amulet. And she's showing, using it, which is got to show what's Yes, happening that's what I was saying is she's so they can hear her. And like, so you're going to wear the amulet. Before midnight, you're going to cast a spell of mind control over everybody. They're all going to be subjugated to us. At midnight, it's going to become permanent. And then we're going to take control of Halloween Town. And then this raised the question for me. Who is currently in control of Halloween Town? No Because it it's been someone different literally every time. First it was Calabar. Then it was uh, nobody. Then it was the Halloween Town Council. Is the council still We have still no thing? government. They say... That, I would assume the council because someone dr- had it. Ethan drops the council as I think it's the council. Is still but yeah, but we don't see him. And so they're like, so if you don't do that, your brother's going to stay a dog because uh, we're not going to turn him back before midnight by the and time. And this is when I was like, they can't use it without her. So very low stakes. She's just mm-hmm. going to scam them. And also, why can't he? she just use a magic to turn him not a dog? Yeah, but that's a great question. Don't know. Um, but also, I'm sorry, guys. That's not a good trade. No. You're like, I feel like they were going to say we're going to, they needed to say we're going to kill your brother if you don't do this, but they can't because it's Disney Channel. So he's going to be a dog forever. But then you're going to be dooming everyone in this dimension to be slaves for the rest of their lives. My brother can be a dog. Yeah, he's, I'm, I'm, I'm you, sorry, you're I, a dog. Yeah, yeah I, I would stay a dog on that run. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't want everyone to be slaves. That sucks. That sucks. And like being a dog, not that bad. No, I mean, yeah, you're not dead. It could be worse. So she's like, Great. Okay. She's like, Sounds good. She's like, okay. I'm I'll gonna do need it. to get fucking litty. Yeah. This is this dress is, me up. I I didn't touch on this in the beginning, but like in that scene where Marnie's like sorting her closet and like talking about nail polish and stuff. Marnie Cromwell does not, not, does not care about that kind of stuff. This Marnie Cromwell does. This Marnie Cromwell, she's like, look, I'm going to go chill in Anissa's genie bottle. No, a genie. I thought this was part of the plot. Nope. She's like, oh, my friend Anissa is going to be my royal dresser. Nope. And if I'm going to be a queen, I'm going to look the motherfucking part. Yeah. So we're going to do my hair, get me a dress, and get me a I thought there crown. was some kind of plan in place. Me? No. Too. There was. They, I mean, they, they, they do formulate it the, the plan while they're getting ready, I imagine, is what they're do- doing this for. But I was like, why does she need to go to the genie's bottle? Why does she need, why to, does she need to Why does she need to look awesome? Like, what? She looks awesome just to stunt on these hoes. Yeah, absolutely. She just wants to stunt on them hoes. Yeah, and they also say, like, you don't, you're only going to be queen for a night. We don't need you for 
we're like, anything. it's literally, it is literally not, the meme from Mean Girls when he's like, um, people don't usually make a speech. And yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah, just like, take the crown and go. It's literally, yeah, it's literally like, we need you for this one thing. It's not like it was with Aggie where it's like, we want you to be our queen and like, and she's like be a I, part of Dominion. It's she's like, taking it to another step. Yeah, but she's like, she's like, they're like, we want you to be a queen for the night. After that, you can screw off back to the mortal world. We don't, get, we don't so care. But then she's like, well, look, if you're going to make me a queen, I'm going to freaking dress like a queen. Because I am a yeah, queen. Exactly. And they're like, fine, whatever. Um, and so she goes and does that. She gets misted into the genie bottle <laughs> from like a million feet um, away. From, How can from you do that? How, I, they do it from out of her, her dorm room, which is still crazy, but she's just like, beam, that's the other pop culture. Beam, me up. beam me up, genie. And then like, so she missed all, like from however far away she is. I don't know I'm how. I'm sure you... all the seven-year-olds loved that one. Yeah. So then we cut to the celebration. Ethan is, also there's a thing where she thought maybe Ethan was working with them, but no, they just that kidnapped was, him as well. They did not they, even finish that no, thought. No, they, they kidnapped him as well. Ethan's got the dog on the leash and they walk into the celebration. That was such a weird scene where she's like, Ethan, you're working with them he's like no i'm just they just brought me here yeah. like, oh, okay yeah because i found the, yeah because i found the dog and then they took me too <laughs> and then she's i like, was with the dog you assholes made me run around for hours <laughs> yeah. when you could have easily located him via magic and then i was like you know what Ethan? you're wearing a laser player you don't get to talk um but so he's got the dog and then gwen shows up and she's like oh my son and the dog starts licking her face the dog's so, wearing a bow tie he is wearing funny. a bow tie it's funny <laughs> it's good and and is like oh don't worry we're gonna get you out of this buddy and so then then we cut up to this parapet where they're standing. And she's, and Sarah Paxton does look beautiful. She looks good. She looks good. They have curled her hair. This crown is so expensive looking. She's in a beautiful gown. Mm-hmm. Like It's nice. It's a good look on her. And so it's like three minutes to midnight, they say. And it's like, okay, do your thing. And she's like, nah, change my brother back from a dog now or I'm not doing it. And they're just like, all right, cool. And they do it. And I'm like, wouldn't they just immediately destroy the amulet? Yeah, no, or just like, she wouldn't do it then. That's what I'm saying. You unmagicked said- him. So she's like, me like, all right, cool. I'm not doing anything. I'm going to burn these three minutes oh, yeah. and not cast the spell. Or bigger plot hole, honestly, why didn't she just put the amulet on and then look at the three of them and say, kill yourselves or something? <laughs> like, or like, or just be like me or like, shut your mouths, tell everyone to tell everyone what you're doing or something yeah, like that. Yeah, expose yourself. Expose yourselves. Something that would, because you know, she has control over anyone she wants. Be good. Be, yeah, anything. Um, but no, they turn it back into a dog and then it's like, okay. And then they're like, okay, they kids. They turn into a person. Person, excuse me. And then they're like, okay, kids, guess what? Here's your queen, Marty She's like, um, like they try to tempt her though. Well, because like, she, like, she, she doesn't want to do it. Like she's like still has the, and then Goodwin's like, use your power like you wanted to, like when you came here, like accept your birthright, find out who you really are. And she's like, I'm like the stakes are so low. She's so not low. gonna be tempted. And then she goes, then they're like, here's your new queen, Marnie Cromwell. And without the influence of magic, the campus erupts. Mm-hmm. A random freshman has just been crowned queen of their country. Yes. And they're like, yeah. I'm like, are you cheering for a return to monarchy before you lose all free will? Like, what? Was everyone just so turnt from this party that they have no I have no, no idea. And Lucas Grabiel's hair does look like he was very recently electrocuted. I would like you guys to know that. But so the she puts it on and it is like, she gets deep voice and is like, I have the gift, the power. And she makes like the ma, uh, her mom and uh, Dylan kneel and be like, be but like my queen. she's not actually using it, doing it. Well, no, I think she does. No, Dylan. I think they're faking it. Well, but then what's the point of the magic effect? They reveal effect? that they're faking it. No, I just assume that when it got destroyed, it like stopped or whatever. Because like, uh, when she takes it off, because like they still do the magic effect, but she uses it on them and, or no, yeah, you're probably right. They're but then the, the, the genie's like, oh, my queen and all that stuff. And then she's like, okay, now. And like, 
I don't. What happened? Why was here? this necessary? Why what, couldn't they just throw the locket and destroy it? Yeah, because it? what they need to do first is she does her whistle thing to make the amulet mist and go into the genie lamp, and then they destroy it. Don't understand the necessary part of that step. What? Is it because... Okay. I, no, here's you the, cannot explain. Okay, okay, I know that this doesn't count, but what I thought, and this must have been maybe it was less on the cutting room floor, that like only a genie, genie magic is different from witch magic. You are pulling Just a lot out go. of your ass. Let me go. But this is what... They a, have not shown her to be magical. I know. I know. Well, the well, only magic we've being seen... Being able to go... Into that's it. That's, all, fucking that's, what, that's her one power is on. But saying. that's what I'm saying. It is her one power. This is like another movie that I can't remember where like people's magic is different and they use their smaller powers to defeat like their small it's sky high it's sky i was about to say it's sky high High. also side note i was at la comic-con this week there was a group of people in sky high cosplay i I wanted to get a picture with them but they were going the other way i was like it was zeke and then the goth girl it was awesome and then there was layla the girl that turns into the guinea pig yeah there was a big and then there was the plant girl uh, daniel panabaker it was brilliant okay if you're listening to this you guys were perfect i loved it so sky high it's like Sky High where, like, she just has this one shitty power, but the power is that only a genie can pull people in and out of her things and people in and out of her lamp. A wizard or a warlock couldn't touch her genie lamp and that their magic has no place there. If she were just to throw the necklace into the abyss, what's to stop Goodwin from going and then snatching it back? I will give you that. I will give you that that's a they good point. They didn't explain that as they should have, but if they had, it would have been good. All they had to say, all they had to say to do that is when the one scene when Marty gets put into the lamp. All she had to say was, oh, sorry, magic doesn't work in here. It's a genie thing. Yes. That's all she had to say and they didn't do it. And so and I, that, yeah, I did, yeah, wouldn't that have been great? Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. we're writing this movie better. Yeah. You don't want to bend it if they did an actual sky high and like everybody at the part, like the, the people that they're trying to oppress, like the troll guy, what did we name him? Belch. Belch and like Anissa and like all of these people that like, we only meet those two. We should have more characters like this. But then they all work together to, like, you know, fake the thing. And then, and then like, it's like, fuck you. Like, that sort of a mm-hmm, thing. Something. Like, of the people, but they don't do that. No, she just throws it, gets in the lamp. They say a Latin and shoot a beam. And she does it. Gwen does it. And uh, most magical competency we've got out of uh, Dylan uh, he shoots power of three, they need three. Yeah, they need three, I know, but like he and, and Debbie Reynolds was not leaving her trailer. Nope. And so shoot it, destroy the thing, great. Uh, the Dominion just freaking yeets out of there. They just run away. <laughs> uh, and like, they're like, oh, freak, we're ruined. And then they get stopped on the steps between the stone gargoyles, which are blue now. And freaking Periwinkle comes up and she's like, up, 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 you're all under arrest. And they're like, what? And she's like, by what? I, I, work, I am undercover for the anti-Dominion League of Halloween Town. I've been undercover. This is where I lost I've it. been undercover for 85 centuries or whatever. And I finally got you, rat bastards. I'm trapping you in this witch's glass. Because remember how you can do that from <laughs> Halloween Town 3, everybody? Well, seems like we should have, that would have been a great thing to bring up. It was the biggest <sighs> do a machina ever. Yeah, and you that was going to be Aggie. You can tell that that was going to be Aggie. Yes. Not necessarily the undercover thing, but just the trapping them thing was going to be Aggie. And then we get, like, this terrible wind down where uh, everyone's just, like, milling about, about and it's talking. It's like they're cleaning up. Yeah, they're literally cleaning up the set. Like, we got to get out of the commission. Uh, out of the, Someone's, the, like, rolling a thing of sandwiches. Like it's, like, it's like, what the fuck? Like, they're cleaning up this party, and it's so, like, it does not end on a bang. It no, ends and, with and a we, whisper. The, the things we get dropped are Ethan finally reveals that he doesn't, he's not magic anymore. Because what's weird is they say he gave them up voluntarily. He gave them up voluntarily. 
really? Why though? Like that would have actually been, that was his character in this movie. I would have liked that to be like, yeah, you know, magic doesn't make you that much special. This is where I wrote that I think Anissa hates her. <laughs> but like, have they just wrote something? Yeah, because she offers Anissa to be a roommate because she just read her lamp and, and she's like, like, fine, yeah. I guess. But like, have they given Ethan an arc where he was like, magic isn't that special or something like that? I would have been fine with this, but they say they took Dalloway's man. I assumed it got taken. I remembered it being taken because they took Dalloway's too and he helped his dad still. I, yeah, he felt bad I about think, it, but he I helped think, him. And I thought family magic, like Cromwell family mm-hmm. magic. Like, and it's then, all tied up in your family. And they totally. And, so if he lost his magic, wouldn't he the kid? Because the sinister sisters lose their magic in this scene the Because the dad got his magic taken away. <laughs> Why didn't he? Because it's not, it's not really that important. But just like, just say that yeah, my dad, when they took my dad's magic, they took mine too. All you had to say. Don't know why you decided to throw them there. Now, so. I wrote down, does Aggie not even show up at the end? Nope. No. That we get that dropped. We get the roommate thing. And then Dylan says to the mom, I find it weird she destroyed it. It was so important to grandma. It's part of our history. And she's like, it was slavery it was in a slavery, bottle. Slavery in a bottle. And then he goes, uh, and she goes, well, maybe she just sent it to someone she really trusts. And then we cut to, I was freaking out. We cut to him in his room. At Dylan. A, Dylan in his room. And he opens a book and it's, the ambulance just sitting there. Why would they not destroy it? Why, why does it matter? Why they, would they give it to Dylan? And, but what's weird is the scene where him finding it has, has, excuse me, pardon the use of the word, sinister music behind it. And is like, oh, it's a dark curse. And like, I. They were setting up a sequel. They're setting, they're up, setting a, up a sequel. They, that for I, this piece of that, hot that shit. no one wants. Don't give us a sequel to Return to Halloween Town. Please don't do it. <sighs> but that's what the movie ends on. Not, no, really, nothing. They don't, no, no kiss on the cheek from Ethan or anything. Just that weird. It's. Guys, this movie's bad. I didn't think you could. I remember how we were pretty middling to bad on Halloween Town 2. I was generally like, I don't remember Return to Halloween Town being bad, but I don't remember it being, I remember being like on that same level. It's the worst Halloween Town this movie. This one is far. Like it is the worst. the worst Halloween Town movie. And honestly, like looking, <laughs> we've all been on such a journey with the Halloween Town films. Highs, lows. Highs and lows. We've had Peaks a lot of, valleys. We've, had, we've spent the last four Halloweens of our lives. Watching these movies. Watching these movies. And it's been quite the wild ride. But this one sucks, sucks massive dick. Dick. I would never watch. I do not want to watch this ever again in my entire it's life. It's not good. It is not good. That's the movie. Emma and I Wolf. think part of the thing, and that's these me my closing thoughts, but I yes. just think part of the thing is what you were touching on and dancing around earlier is that had there been a good movie of Kimberly J. Brown There's as a good Marnie movie in here. going to which school that was named Halloween Town University, that could be a good movie. There's a good movie in this script. There's a good movie here. It would content. still probably be a Harry Potter ripoff, but it'd be a good Harry Potter ripoff. Mm-hmm. I don't care that it's a Harry Potter ripoff. I care that it's a bad Harry Potter ripoff. I 100% agree. You made Hogwarts sucked. And people call people on phones. That's it's fucking like, insane. It's literally, we should have just referred to it as sucky Hogwarts. It's sucky Hogwarts. Like, which Shitty Hogwarts. <laughs> it's literally Hogwarts without magic. Yeah. It's fucking stupid. But okay, it sucks. And I don't want to ever watch well, it again. What would you rate it? Three out of ten. I was going to give it a 3.5. Three out of ten. I, yeah, it's it's not worth our it's time. It's not enjoyable. Not worth your time. Hard skip. End on Halloween. And misses. And like. It it's mi- not canon. It's, it's not, not canon. canon. And it's missing so much of what makes those movies good. Mm-hmm. Which is a lot of it is Debbie Reynolds. Yep. And the you, relationship I, between Debbie Brown one, and Debbie Reynolds. That is Reynolds. the one problem. Is I, We've been talking about how much we want another Halloween Town movie and to go back. I don't know if we can go back without Debbie Reynolds. I really, I really don't know if we can. Because she is so much what makes those movies magical. Preach. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I can't, I'm, I'm spent. Yeah, I'm good. We don't have a tagline this month. Also, I will say... I'm going to tell, I can tell right now this is going to be a bit of a long one because we were almost at a combined two hour runtime for this bad boy. Ooh, but we're just going to, we, we're just, we just got to call it a time there. But Emma, 
What are we watching for the fine month of November? Um, we are doing a movie based on a TV show. That's oh, really you're interesting. actually you're actually following my theme. Uh, shut up, you're making me. I I'm not. You, can, you don't even have to. Um, uh, but we're gonna do one based on a TV show and a little bit older, more throwback. This will be an interesting one because we this was not one of our our go tos, but it is a very revered Disney Channel original movie, which is. The Even Stevens movie. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah, I never, we, I, this is, I feel like, not, we're not throwing shade. Me and Emma just never got that into the Stevens. I mean, like, it was I watched watch it. it. I watched it, but I just was never like, oh, I love Even Stevens. Gotta tune into Even yeah, Stevens. Never, was never really our jam. No. Not, not, not a, not, not a, a big stance. Not because we disliked we were, it. We were more I of actually, a McGuire family. I actually really remember liking the movie, too. I never no, watched. The movie, I, it, yeah. I never watched the show. Watch me be proved wrong in a month, but I remember the movie being good. Yeah, I I I never watched the show that much. I remember watching the movie multiple times. I liked yeah, it that much. Yeah, they go to Hawaii, right? Yeah, they go to Hawaii. They go on a vacation. Aloha, and, bitches. And there's like a weird, there's like a weird thing where it's like a reality show, but it's yeah, not the yes, reality yes, show yes, they thought yeah, it was. Yes, yes. It's something like it's that. It's good. Okay, it's I'm good. excited. Yes, we're gonna do that next month. Thank you guys so much for joining us, Emma. Where can they fi- people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me at. Emma Stone Tyler on Twitter and Instagram. Hit, give me a follow. You can find me online at wildfire underscore king. And you can find my Patreon at Lucas Tyler at, <laughs> at patreon.com slash Lucas Tyler. Thank you so much, everybody, supporting me there. Um, and you, of course, can find us on Twitter at Podcast. Give us a follow there. Become a loyal comrade. And as always, please rate and review on iTunes or Google Play Music or whatever you have that lets you rate and review. Please do. It means a lot to us, and it's very nice. Everyone's written very nice reviews, and we really, really appreciate it. Emma needs the applause to live. Please, um, rate and review. It makes me happy. And, of course, you should check out audioentropy.com with all the wonderful content there. I'm sure you'll find something you'll like. But I think that's going to do it for us. Join us in November for the Even Stevens movie, and we will see you guys next time. Bye. Happy Halloween. Decoms forever. What's wrong with being a witch? I'm a witch. You're a witch. I just want college to be different. Like you said, college here will be different. How? I'll still have to hide my magic because of a few people. I want to use it. I have powers nobody else has. Powers I haven't even discovered yet. I want to dig deep and find out who I am. With all that power comes responsibility, Marnie. You stole that from Spider-Man.